When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready. All right. What's up, guys? My name is Mario. My name oh, is shit. Pao. Should we do that all over? Yeah, I was clapping. <laughs> What's up, guys? My name is Mario. My name is Pau. Welcome, Welcome back. back to the Vive con Huevos podcast episode 44. 44. Yeah, I got it right because I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> we never know. Yeah, I know. Today, yeah. we got uh, two special guests for you guys. Uh, all the way from the IE, from the Bueno Bueno podcast, bueno. we got Hans and Rex in the house, yo, ladies yo, and gentlemen. Yo, 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 yo. Bueno, bueno. Bueno, bueno. <laughs> uh, you, uh, Saul, sorry, you don't know, but we uh, stole your employees and we're going to start a spinoff called Malo Malo. <laughs> wow. Hey, hold on. That sounds like a good idea. Hey. Why are you telling people our secrets? They're going to steal them. Uh, now, Saul. Saul. Hey, yeah. two months from now, Saul's going to have a new segment called Malo Malo. Yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, Saul don't know, but we're quitting. Yeah. Um, we quit. I, I, I you heard, heard it here first. I forgot what episode it was. He, was, he, he seems like he's a pretty bad boss. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. Mean. No That's time true. off. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. vacation time. Yeah, I had to sign an oh. NDA to get you guys here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mario uh, lets Jesus take time off all yeah, the time. So. Jesus is man. I don't even know where Jesus is right now, Damn. bro. <laughs> but guys, welcome back. Otro martes con huevos. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Those of you uh, who tune in weekly, we love you. Those of you who are. Tuning in just to hear Hans and Rex talk today. We appreciate you guys, too. Hit the follow button. Um, but, guys, thank you so much. I know you guys, it was a bit of a drive to get down here. Uh, we really do appreciate it, honestly. We've been trying to do this shit for a, for a minute, while. bro. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had to push back. I had to reschedule. What, like, no, it's been, been a while because yeah. we, I think we officially, officially met. Was at the Yo Sabo? Mm-hmm. This year. Yeah, the this year. At the anniversary this year. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was in February. April? When was I, honestly, I always I forget, remember. bro. My timeline is all fucked up. Uh, when I was on the shade of brown, there were uh, he was saying uh, when it was, but I forgot mm-hmm. what day. Was it March? It, it was in the it beginning. Was of, it, it was in Q one. It sure. may have been February. <laughs> yeah, okay. it, it might have been oh, February. It might have. Been. It might have. Yeah. La neta, no me acuerdo. I don't know, Carlos and Jess. Let us know. Yeah, facts. Let us know down in the comments. <laughs> but yeah, during that time, we we already kind of like, hey, we should do. Yeah, a, we're trying to do something, and then for one thing or another, I know you guys are fucking busy because oh, yeah. shit, you guys just. Well, first, first of all, props to you guys because you guys' <laughs> platform is fucking off the charts, bro. It's, it's I feel like starstruck right now that you guys are here. Not even gonna oh, lie, nah, bro. Nah. I'm nervous. Nah, I'm like, shit, I forgot my questions. I'm nervous. Nah, I'm nervous. I'm all nervous. Like, nah, thank you for inviting yeah, us, bro. Like, nah, like, yeah. We always we told Hans like, yo, we need to go out and yeah. explore more other podcasts. Like, we need to just click because we're all Latinos. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what we talk about like the Avengers, too. you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, who's Thanos? Latinos unite. <laughs> I know I'd be right. <laughs> nah, yeah. uh, I think, yeah, bro, like, it's like I was, I was telling Rex, um, I like to collab with other people because I feel yeah. like, well, for the most, honestly, to be real, 
Yeah, I do a podcast, but I don't even listen to podcasts. Yeah. yeah. I don't listen to my own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The only time I listen I to relate. ours. Yeah. <laughs> Bob doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah. The only time that I like re-listen to ours is when I'm looking for clips. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, this one's pretty dope. And other than that, like, and I skim through it because I kind of like yeah. remember like when the timestamps are. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't like re-listen to our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, man, let me just like start collabing with people yeah. you know get out there more help others i guess we all help each other at yeah. the end of the day you know so yeah yeah that's why we're, you know we're here well i feel like for a while and i don't know correct me if i mean this is the way i felt it mm-hmm. excuse me for like a while i feel like we are all kind of gatekeeping each other mm. yeah you know right you think so not like super bad but i feel like we all we all kind of mess with each other virtually right like we all kind of have each other added yeah. um and, like, we'll respond to each other's DMs and stuff. But I feel like whenever there's, like, a collab, it's like, fuck, we're going to think about the info or I can or it just kind of falls on the back burner. Not that we are gatekeeping each other, but it's more of, like, yeah, no, I, I it's, see like what, it's, it's yeah. hard to put it in words, you know? No, I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, I yeah. think for the most part, well, we're far from each other. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so I think that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, we're like, basically in Mexico. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> we're right here at the yeah. border. Yeah. We're, we're going to go, go to Hong Kong after. Hey, none from the girl. Right? <laughs> That's what I told him. I was like, hey, bro, we should go eat, like, we should go straight to TJ's. Go see what's up. Some tacos. No, that's what I mean by Hong Kong. Like, they got oh, good yeah, Chinese food yeah, down there. Sure, right, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> the chow mein? The good chow mein. A1. Good, the good yeah. A1. Yeah. <laughs> now, but yeah, you know, I, I, I fuck with you guys, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. And I met you guys at the at the um, Yo Sabu event. Yeah. You know, I vibed with everyone, so I was like, all right. I feel like that event really helped. Shout out Justin Carlos. Because I really yeah. do feel like that event was the one where like I came home and I was like, yeah, we need to start networking more and like mm-hmm. really getting in front yeah. of not so much like getting in front of other podcasts, but more like meeting more people and mm-hmm. like coming together because it really is like it it's like it takes a village, you know? So yeah. I feel like it's yeah. one of those that event for sure was like, okay, we gotta start doing mm-hmm. things and yeah. just even if it's like people's events, like that anniversary event or you know, like your event coming up. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like little by little, that push is getting there. Like we're we're making a movement, and I mean the movement is there, yeah. and we're making noise, but it's just it's just not loud enough just yeah. yet, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're getting there, and especially like I feel like when we talk about Latinos, like everyone goes straight towards Mexicans. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. towards Mexicans, but <laughs> but, the, but you know what? There's there's other people out here like us Salvies, you, you know. Guys are neighbors. Yeah, we're oh, neighbors, yeah, we're bro. Neighbors. <laughs> you guys are cousins. Yeah. Much. No, yeah. this. <laughs> What do they call you guys? <laughs> All right, start start with the accents then. <laughs> uh, no, they call us Catracho. Ours is Guanacos. Ah, fuck. <laughs> hey, shout out all the pupusas. Me and Pao, if she ever asked me to get married, uh, we want putacas. <laughs> What are you gonna ask him? I know, dude. I'm, I'm I told surprised. him to ask him once he asks me. That's fucked up. Bro. That's loud. Yeah. How long has been dating? Let's break, let's break this down. <laughs> How long has been dating? Five years. It'll be five this years month. at the end of this month. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Dang. I feel okay. like right, I feel like uh, you know five and six is like a good. Uh, all Start right. peaking. Like, yeah. Let's you know? say I sent in a story right now to Bueno Bueno. And I was like, the problem is that they don't read theirs anonymously. They're going to call you, girl. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I listen. Yeah, okay. I also know I had to send a bunch of emojis to catch your attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do listen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, if I was like, you know, my boyfriend and I have been together for five years. We live together. We have a dog. But he hasn't asked me to marry him. What should I do? What were your, what were your Honestly, I, I feel like uh. first I'd probably be like, well, it's a little deeper than that. It's just maybe he is not either financially ready 
or he thinks he's not financially ready or there's maybe something that he's waiting for in particular because if like a man doesn't he's not necessarily gonna say no there has to be a reason it's mm-hmm. not because oh i don't want to what the fuck like he's been with you for five years for a reason for a reason because yeah. he loves you That's so true. i feel like there's has to be a main reason maybe financially or mentally something <laughs> in that Sorry, region you know what okay. i mean maybe he's waiting for the right time who knows yeah I mean, I what are you waiting for at uh, <laughs> i just want to put this out there mario and i know why we're not engaged yet so <laughs> i'm not i'm not asking in the sense of like i'm waiting for, i'm like desperately waiting for it i was just wondering i think that was i think that was yeah that was yeah that was definitely a way the fuck i think i, I think mean, mario's more like i could tell he's probably waiting for like okay if i'm gonna do this it's gonna come with the whole like a year or two years i guess mm-hmm. like because you proposed to her. How long does it take to get married? Like yeah, a year, like right? Like, year, like a year, years. yeah, a year, on. two years. Yeah. So Mario's more like, okay, I need to plan the wedding. I need to like yeah. take a trip. All it's because it's it's expensive, yeah, it bro. Yeah, it's it's expensive. fucking especially expensive. here in California. Oh, okay, uh, well, anywhere and really now because we were like one of our friends just got married in uh, Morelos in Cuernavaca, um, and not that. Well, I was just kind of like piecing everything together, right? Like I was just sitting there like analyzing shells. Like this plate was probably like 30 bills. There's like 150 of us, 150 times 30. It's like candles, <laughs> like everything else. Is, I was like, this is at least like 35, 40K. Yeah. Then on top of that, yeah. you had to go out there maybe what, like three, four times? I would say so, depending on like the planner that they have. And yeah. Stuff, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big expense. It's a big expense. I agree. Expense. I, yeah, I think the, yeah. yeah, it's a huge expense. But who is it still a traditional way? Like who pays? Like your parents pay, right? So is the the girls? traditional traditional way? It's the the, the girls. The girls. There you go. You good? You good? That's why. That's why I'm waiting, bro. Have, that's why. That's why I'm here. This you know? way, this, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then that means your family has to pay for the wedding. Damn. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Red flags <laughs> everywhere yeah. right now. She got you there. <laughs> well, where do you guys like to get married? Like, let's just say, all right, like. Where? Like here in the U.S. or you guys no. like to go back to your country? Def- I want to get married in San Miguel. Definitely again. a destination wedding. Yeah. Destination yeah. wedding. Okay. Would you I, guys have like two weddings or just one? Just one. 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 Okay. Yeah. I feel like a destination wedding, as much as it can get pricey, but I feel like it's the way to go if you want to kind of experience give people or, an experience but also like kind of weed weed people out sorry i thought the closet was open like weed people oh, no. out yeah because then it like bugs her when like the video <laughs> oh <laughs> my bad i didn't want to scare video. you guys <laughs> I, was like, I was like shit someone's coming <laughs> i feel oh. like it's a, like a good way to like weed people out because either people yeah. are going to make the expense to go and they'll buy it in time and you know or people yeah. are like you're gonna be like no it's like too expensive and i can't afford mm. it oh yeah like the people that yeah. are gonna be there it's because like they want to be there versus like just people going because like they got an invite and you know, I don't know. I do. Yeah. I see it that way too. Or like Mario and I don't have a big family like on either side. Mm -hmm. So, but we have a shit ton of friends. Mm -hmm. So like we always said our wedding is going to be like all friends. Probably like 10% 10 family, family, you know? So like imagine you and all your friends just fucking shit up in another country. and like Kids kids or no kids allowed? No No kids. kids. No kids. That's what I'm saying, bro. I hate weddings when I see kids and I'm like... You know what? It's Sorry, funny. I, just, y'all. <laughs> I keep I keep seeing TikToks of like wedding fails, and yeah. it's like the couple dancing, doing their first and dance, and you kid, see yeah. all the fucking little kids yeah. just running around the dance floor. And I was like, dude, control your fucking kids, dude. Yeah. Like if I was little, and my parents saw me fucking shit up in first dance, just they would have fucking fish. handed me a good one. Yep. Oh, yeah, awesome. damn. That's <laughs> Mini uh, paraca! <laughs> I feel, I feel, yeah. Damn. Mini paraca! Uh, 
<laughs> Damn, maybe I got scared of myself. <laughs> I, like, Shit. Uh, I paused. <laughs> you brought up some memories. Yeah. yeah. How about about you guys? Do you, how do you guys feel about the nah, no kids either? Like, nah, uh, no yeah. kids. I never really thought about it to be honest. Yeah. Like, like, I'll uh, think about that when I need to. <laughs> uh, in ten years. No, huh? not about getting married. I, thought I don't know, bro. Yeah, kids, I, I heard. Yeah. You, yeah, I heard something about giving you guys two years about having kids already. Yeah. So. Huh, yeah, he's like, oh, let's have kids and trying to run up. Yeah, the you, you guys want to have kids collectively together? Yeah, yeah, that'll That's be fun. cool. You I know, always thought about I'll that. Be like, hey, Hans, go pick up my kid from school. I can't make <laughs> well, I ain't picking him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, his best, well, our compadres yeah. um, have two kids now, and so we just baptized their second kid. Um, but they had said they would wait for us for, on the second round. Like, they had the, their first little girl, and now we were like, okay, the second one. And now I'm like, bro, at the rate you're going, we're yeah. going to meet you at, like, the fifth kid. Cause like, your oldest <laughs> kid is going to pick up our fast. kid now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, if you think about it, oh, shit, I was about to say who has a kid. No, he has a kid. You gotta wait for the Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like yeah, a couple yeah. of our friends have kids, so it's like by the time I have kids, like yeah. if I have kids, like yeah. fuck, they're probably gonna be like twelve. My kids gonna be like mm-hmm. barely born. Yeah, yeah sometimes I think about gap. it too. Like, not that I don't want kids, but sometimes like Bao and I love to travel. And I was like, dude, now you got to think about the logistics. Like, mm-hmm. is this oh, kid yeah. going to be able to make a 12-hour flight if we want to go to Europe? Oh, yeah. Then you got to think of all the yeah. things over there, the activities. Yeah. Who are you going to stay with? What if I don't want to take you? Is grandma okay with being with you for two weeks? Like, like we can barely leave our dog. Yeah, facts, bro. Like, <laughs> now we have to think about a child. Not, I don't Like, I don't know if that's selfish of me. Nah, it's not. Nah, it's like, nah. you know, nah. How old are you guys? Damn, we're pretty old. I'm 30, bro. You're 30. Mm-hmm. I'm 20. I just turned 20. I'm like right 31. behind. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I'm 30. Damn, I want to be, be young. Where we, you guys are two. Uh, yeah. Wait, so both of you guys are 30? or I'm 29. 29. 29. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm like right there next yeah. to you guys. So, but like a part of me is like, I want kids. Like, I, I know I was born to be a dad. Oh, for sure. But then there's a part of me that's like, damn, I was also born to travel and be a couple well, you know? Yeah. The way I look at it is that like, that's why I'm trying. We're trying to do a lot of things right now, like yeah. travel and go to music festivals and like do all the things and like all the spontaneous yeah, things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm also like I would love to have kids and still be able to experience all that, even though mm. we have oh. kids. Like taking them or not taking them or whatever. Like your life doesn't have to stop just because you had a kid, right? Yeah. yeah but you yeah. just know that for the first five years, you're probably going to make some adjustments that are going to be different. But doesn't mean you're not ever going to travel again or like not ever going to go do those oh, things. Yeah, for sure. I, I think like you at least as a couple, married couple or single couple. I mean, not single couple. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but like, like not, not married. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, not married. Um, I think you guys should give each other for everyone listening or watching. I feel like at least like a four year of traveling yeah. by your guys. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of you. Yeah. And then after those four years, you guys want to have kids and fuck it, you know, and then yeah. keep traveling. But as now you got to think like, yeah. all right, now it's like more yeah. some children traveling with us. Yeah. And have you seen that meme where it's like, oh, I waited or it's like a good thing I waited until retirement to travel. And it's like two viejitos in like Venice in Italy. And they're like on oh, a little. I, I think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I don't want no. I don't want yeah, that. I don't want that. Either. No. You know, I want to be able to like enjoy yeah. my yeah, time traveling. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, I, you can walk. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, dude. My knees. Yeah. <laughs> I know, for real. Ooh, bro. They're done. <laughs> they done dude. Wow. I'm like the typical story. The I could have gone pro, bro, but my knees. Uh, <laughs> Not in soccer, though. Not in soccer. Yeah. And what? And what would you, you play? So, uh, football. 
football. Oh, you're a football player? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool, so cool. I went, I was all over the D line, but eventually I I made it to like middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. And I was a pretty hefty middle linebacker, my little middle linebacker. That, so I fucked up my head four times, though. Oh. I'm on like my third concussion. I'm like one more away from being disabled. <laughs> <laughs> like, facts, dude. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I fucked up my head more than I my, did my knees. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Fuck, what were we talking about? It was a good, <laughs> so it was good. A good career. It was, like, it was. It um, was. Oh, I, did, I did walk on. So I did uh, Juco for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to do walk on on San, uh, San Diego State. Oh, damn. But when I went to San, when I transferred to San Diego State after community college, they're like, oh, you're going to be on an injury prone list, which means that you really can't go past second string. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be first string, but. Someone has to like really fucking hurt themselves in order for you to be there. And I'm like, oh. so at that point I was like, okay, well, do I risk it? You're preying on someone's downfall. Yeah. Like, do I risk it or do like, do I just continue with my studies? So I didn't do either. I dropped out. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, damn, sorry, I no, thought it was going to go left or right. Like, like yeah. damn. Uh, no, I, I actually, I went to school for a little bit and actually I dropped out like a year before I got my bachelor's. Oh, okay. You still got it. Though. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I dropped out a year before. I dropped out a year before. Then I started the business. Had that for a few years. And then, unfortunately, we had to close during COVID. And then shit happens. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I followed my dreams. You know, vehicle models. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's hey. cool. Yeah. Hey. Damn. It's a dream. Yeah. It's, it's a here. dream. You guys are here. Yeah. Four, 40, what? 44? 44 episodes. 44th now. episode. Yeah. So, right behind us. Right behind us. Bro. Really? But you guys are doing good numbers, dude. You guys fucking popped off. My hats, you guys. Honestly, my yeah. flowers, I want to do a little round of applause for you guys. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Honestly, I yeah. don't know how, bro. Yeah, I, I don't really... even know how. I Have you guys looked up? at yourself in the mirror? Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. I don't even know how. Not I lately, dude. Yeah. Nah. In the car, in the car <laughs> I, I was like, in the mirror. Drives with the yeah, mirror yeah. down. <laughs> Doesn't even look at the road, bro. Uh, <laughs> you got a Tesla, huh? Put that shit on autopilot. Damn, I don't even know how, to be honest, because... Like, I always tell Hans, we're the only podcast that really, like, I'm not, no, I'm not trying to discredit the other podcasts, but yeah. we're the ones that really, like, kind of, like, put in that work yeah. every week. Every you guys week do. You guys with do. With food, yeah. you know, the foodies, munchies, yeah. uh, carpool eats and all that. That, that mm-hmm. was, like, really heavy for us. And for yeah. us to, like, transfer into podcasting, like, you know, podcasting couch, like, it was more, like, it was a risk. And we didn't think we were going to yeah. make it, but, like, we made it. Yeah, and we kind of just skyrocketed, like in a way, you know. Yeah, I feel it, like it was well deserved. It was. It's definitely like, bro. I don't know. Like even to this day, I'm still like, bro. We're not even. We're cool. Like I don't know how to, ex- bro. We like we don't really have guests. Mm-hmm. Nah, we haven't yeah. had it. Like well, we, you guys only had like three, four, bit, like well, actual actual guests, yeah. like Lauro. Mm-hmm. Was that a guest? Well, Salsa was a co-host. Oh yeah, I was technically a co-host. Like technically, yeah. if we're speaking, he said that our last episode was our first guest. Really? Yeah. But Hans was in there, so it's still kind of like a co-host yeah. guest. Yeah. But the other people we had to just you know because Rex wasn't friends. there, so we had uh, Jesus the comedian. Lauro is still pretty. That's I mean that's a, a big ass name, you know. A guest, yeah. 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 And then he wasn't there again. Guest. We yeah. had Lauro. Lauro, yeah. And then the other what three or four? I had like one of our friends. Like we had Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. Well, that was another co-host. But then I don't, that's <laughs> I don't, I don't see her as a yeah. guest because she's our friend. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? She's part of the network. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true because like, ha- when we have our friends on, yeah. I'm like, they're guests, but they're my friend. You know, so yeah. they're not yeah. really yeah. like... We had Caesar, right? 
Caesar, but again, that's like our as our homie. Yeah. He's part yeah. of the network. Um, the last episode I was in there, so they filmed with the Clown Boys, mm-hmm. the Notice podcast. So I'm like, I don't know, is it a guest? I mean, yeah, is I it mean, kind? I would consider that. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the I, point I, is, you guys are fucking doing great. And, I would and, consider bro. anybody outside of the normal people mm-hmm. that are always recording mm-hmm. a guest, you know, oh, okay, okay. one way yeah. or another. I don't know. Maybe Saul yeah. sees it differently, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. His brain is wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that Saul he he thinks outside the box. Yeah, That's definitely. Good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no, shout, shout out Saul. He's actually, I mean, you guys are uh, no, he's not that much younger than me, but I mean, he's still younger than me. And we've hopped up on the, on the phone a few times, and it's like he's been a pretty big mentor as far as like the podcast go, podcasting community goes. Yeah, um, he has really great ideas. Yeah. yeah, he has really good ideas. But I mean, as besides all that, I mean, you guys have done really great with Bueno Bueno, and I actually did want to talk about that a little bit as far mm-hmm. as like before Bueno Bueno, uh, you guys had like a few different adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like you guys mentioned a few, like I Munchies. Yeah. And you guys did the movie, the movie reviews. Um, what else was there? Uh, what was there? Uh, well, <coughs> I movies. I think that was I like, yeah. I movies was Eric, Sam, and Darling. Darling. But yeah. you guys did like a few guest appearances, right? Yeah, no, not on oh, I no. movies. Oh, okay, no, no, okay, okay. But our shows, Damn, it was <laughs> it was first carpweeds, and it was just me. And no, Saul. that's what it was. Yeah, okay. carpweeds. Yeah. It was me and Saul. So for our listeners that don't yeah. know what that yeah. is. Carpool Eats was a show where uh, we um, basically went to drive-thrus in, the, in my car and we just sat down with little traits and just set the camera and talked. Like that a little shit sounds and expensive. Bro, <laughs> we did hey, you that. you gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> we did that. Me and Saul made for like four episodes. Yeah. And I told Saul, I was like, hey, like. Can I expense this? <laughs> I us invite Rex as a oh, guest, yeah. you know? Yeah. We invited him and then. That's when I was like, hey, like, you don't have Rex as a guest? Like, mm-hmm. as a host, actual mm-hmm. host, as a third host. He's like, yeah, I'm down. He's, he's funny. I think he, he can work. And I was like, he's just a little shy. We just got to break him out of that. <laughs> out of that show. Of that show. <laughs> and then I was like, but he's funny. Like, yeah. trust. And then we went with it. We started rocking. We went from Carpoids to IE and Munchies. And then from IE and Munchies to IE and Foodie. And then from IE and Foodie, we kind of, like, went all over, like, different restaurants. The most the most expensive check, I think, was, like, 200 bucks. <sighs> And that's out of our pocket. Yeah. yeah. So it, it hurts. We're like, yeah. fuck. You yeah, know? no, it gets expensive. Pao, Pao one, at one point wanted to start like uh, foodie blogging on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we were going out like every Sunday. That shit Like was once horrible. a week just to blog. So or, like, not we blog would, but, no, we would go out more than once yeah. a week because you need a you <clears throat> content know, for like you need a, a week. You need yeah. content yeah. for a while and it can't be the same restaurant over and over again. So we'd probably go out like three times a week and not towards the end. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> shit was I'm expensive. gaining weight. Yeah. I'm losing all my money. Like, <laughs> like, no. no one's sponsoring shit. <laughs> we yeah. only did it for yeah. like a month and I was like, okay, this is, well, then I like got into my fitness journey. So I was like, well, it's not going to mm. align anymore. So yeah, <laughs> it's expensive, bro. Cause I think that only works if you get like a big sponsor mm-hmm. yeah. or Hello you kind of look at it as like, I'm going to take, <laughs> take this show to like a food network. You yeah. Know, yeah. Kind of be like, but bro, it's so expensive. Well, like there used to be this show we used to watch. It was like, like, foodie. It was we always fucked up the name. I always call it Tasty, but it wasn't called Tasty. tasty. It might. I don't remember. And it was um, what's the network? Fuck, I'm totally blanking on this right now. Was it BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed. Oh, BuzzFeed. Yeah. And it's these oh, yeah. two guys yeah. that go and eat at different restaurants all yeah. over, and they give like yeah. the ratings. And I was like, that's really freaking cool. But I mean, you're sponsored by BuzzFeed, so yeah. obviously it was like you're not three different foods of the same thing at three different price points. I think that was like their yeah, their pitch, right? Like the one dollar meal, yeah, versus like the twenty, and then like the hundred. Yeah, yeah like so they would it was go to like different. the ten dollar burger, 
the thirty dollar burger and then the hundred dollar burger wrapped oh, in gold yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm not lying. It was so fun. Yeah. Like we ate I so bet. much. Oh, we a lot good. of people gave us free food. Yeah. I mean, that was the coolest part of it. Like, yeah, we got some Thai food for free. We got like Peruvian um, food for free. We got discounts. Like they would see us and be like, "Hey, like, oh, what are you guys doing?" And like, "Oh, we have a food show." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to cafe. Oh, they awesome. invited us to cafe. Oh, yeah. oh, like, shout out to um, best um, La Mocha. No, I'm so La sorry. La. <laughs> 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 La Mi- Something with the M. But it's over there in La Hambra. Oh my God, I'm so Alhambra. sorry. La, 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 La Pocha, yeah, La Pocha. Yeah, yeah, La Pocha and Alhambra. La Hambra? It's like an LA area. LA yeah. area. Alhambra. But they, they're they from Nayarit, the girl that she made some good, mm. some delicious coffee that gave me anxiety. <laughs> but it was, it was good. It was, good. <laughs> it was worth the anxiety. Yeah. It was Café de, de Olla. Oh, okay. oh I so love Café de Olla, bro. She gives me anxiety every time I drink. Really? Yeah, best rough, breakfast, bro. best coffee I had. Really? Yeah. Damn, now we gotta go. Now we gotta go for real. All right, shout out. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we from the food show, bro. Like Saul and all of us were like, bro, it's getting too expensive. Like oh, the show yeah. has to go. We're spending too much money. How long did you do it for? Well, a few months. <laughs> like six months, I think. Oh, it's a while. Yeah. Five months longer than yeah. us. Like, yeah, five six months around there, and then so was a, a show has to go. At that time, he had just started I in movies, mm-hmm. besties as well. So we're like, they're like besties is not going. Mm-hmm. I in friends is not going. Mm. I was like, I in movies. Uh, they're like. It just started, so that's fucked up. So he's like, I am going to have to go. And oh, at that man. time, Rex is like, well, why don't we just do a podcast? Like, what's the name going to be? We had already pitched the name Bueno Bueno. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be I and Friends. I don't know if you guys know that story. Yeah. So, so I was like, well, this was like, let's just do it Bueno Bueno, like, like the original plan. So, so when you named it Bueno Bueno, did you already have in mind what you wanted to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, I, that was during I, what, 2019? Can I tell the story? Because yeah. I feel like you always kind of <laughs> deviate. No, I, I want to know the story. I'm going to be honest with you. Bueno, bueno. If like we really go to the court, I had I used to have two of these homies that they always used to call me and say like, bueno, bueno. Mm-hmm. And like always when they'll be drunk and all that. <laughs> and then we, and then I was like, what the fuck is like the homie saying? He's like, it's bueno, bueno. So I was like, like, it's bueno, bueno. Don't worry about it. Blah, yeah. blah. And then, he kind of kept repeating it, and then I'll call this, I'll call Hans, I was about to say Fu, <laughs> I would call this Fu, and I'll call it, like, all the homies, and then we all said, and then he said, like, it just, it's like, yeah, it was, it's thing. something it so normal, but it's yeah. funny as yeah. hell when you call the homie, like, loud as hell. No, 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 like, like rolls like, off the tongue, like, super easy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that's when, what happened, I think you called me, Hans, and we started, we started talking about it, like, mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I think we should make a podcast, and. But this was back I, in, what, 2019, This no? was 2019. Wow. Yeah. And That's I was wild, like, yeah. we should make a podcast. Like, all right, let's do it. Like, I think we should bring in, like, Saul. We could work with him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, talk to him about it and mm-hmm. everything. And he was like, okay, like, I'm going to hit you back up. And, you know, he told Saul and he pitched Saul, like, the idea to Saul. And Saul was not really too fond of it because he was more like, around that time, you know, podcast, it was just, it was different. It was, diff- it was, yeah, different it was a like lot of other different. YouTubers, yeah, it was you a know? lot different, yeah. So I think Saul, you know, Around that time, me and him were probably in a bad position of, like, starting it. But we always kept that idea as, like, bueno, bueno is for sure, like, a phone call to everyone. Like, yeah. we could call everybody or they call us or yeah. whatever. But it's for sure, like, phone call, theme and everything. So, you know, Saul literally made I Am Friends around that time. And a- I- during, after COVID. Because when we get pitched them, the idea was 2019, almost 2020. Mm-hmm. It was, like, September. And then COVID hit. Me. Yeah, COVID hit. And then everything was obviously shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when... Pitched it again, 
And well, we weren't available at the time. I think it was like April. Yeah, somewhere around there. April around there. And he ended up doing it. And like, you know, he blew up with that. And I I just, at first, I was kind of like salty because I was like, oh, it was supposed to be us. But then I understood (laughs) that, like, nah, this is like, I'm glad that everything worked out and everything got placed because at the end of the day, that's his dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was never meant for like our dreams because I feel like we have different different dreams at the moment. But I'm glad everything worked out the way it worked out. And then they hit a 360, a circle of us to like, we're finally doing this, you know. Yeah. The blueprint was real and like it actually worked out. Well, it's like you said too, maybe at the time you guys weren't in the position mm-hmm. to like fully maybe devote your time and your energy yeah. into the podcast, whatever it is that you guys are doing. Yeah. yeah. And like now you guys see the bigger picture and you guys are available a lot more because it is, it takes a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of what yeah. happened with us too. Yeah. The same thing, you know, with Vivian Con Huevos. Vivian Con Huevos started as a clothing brand at first. And then, well, like you guys know, pushing out merch, it's like, yeah. dude, you got to have a creative team or you got to be jotting the ideas down. And then you got to get a graphic designer if you're not good at that. And then you got to make sure you print everything. And then for me, it was like I had all the inventory in the house. And at the time we were living in a one bedroom apartment. So like I had all the inventory in the room on top of that, like all of our clothes and then all of our oh. crap that we so it was like, yeah. Okay. Trust me, I was and like, like things weren't like sometimes it's gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> and like sometimes things weren't selling or like you had a slow month and I was like, fuck, what do I do with all this shit? Uh, but kind of some some familiar to like kind of similar to you guys is like Vive con huevos actually was <laughs> was a uh, it was on my bio of my Instagram for like the longest time. And then around COVID time, like, I had to shut down my business. And I was in a really bad place, bro. Like, I was really depressed. And then, like, one day I was, like, I was just stalking myself, bro. I was, like, going through my Instagram. And I was, like, dude, man, I was really fucking happy. What the fuck happened to myself? And then I scroll all the way to the top and I see the name. And then it, like, finally hits me. And I was, like, fuck, what the fuck? That's a sick-ass brand, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And let's just roll with it. Yeah. And then, like, the podcast, too. Like, we talked Mm -hmm. about it for a really long time. But, like. It was just not happening, you know, like we wouldn't start it. We wouldn't get the camera. We wouldn't like we thought we needed like because we started recording on a phone. But like we thought we needed all the things, Mm -hmm. the camera, the room, the lights the you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, when they were like, well, Mario was like, fuck it. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We kind of had to have those moments, you you know, I feel like I know you guys talked about it on Bueno Bueno. And I kind of want to talk about this like later on where you guys were like, well, fuck, what do I want to do with my career? You know, either both of you guys have your respective careers besides Bueno Bueno. And at one point, I know, Hans, you really want to get into acting. I know, yeah. Rex, you really want to start getting more into your gigs and, and your DJing. But at one point, you had to have that, that fucking moment, you know. Yeah. And at one point with, with the podcast, I was like, what am I waiting for? You know, I'm giving myself all the excuses. Like, I have no lighting. I have no camera. I don't have the right equipment. And then I'm like, I'm not living by my brand. Yeah. So it was like, what's actually stopping me from putting my content out there or putting yeah. our content out there is yeah. just, it's just myself. It's just my, like, mis pensamientos Your que no me están dejando. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, let's just do it. Yeah, bro, you always yeah. got to try. Yeah. I mean, yeah, literally what you said, like, you looking well, you always got to try. Yeah. 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 I'm more into, like, even if I put out a bad mix or a bad this, I don't even care. At least I did it. Yeah. yeah. At least I remember that, okay, like. Well, it was an experience or there's a story or there's a lesson, you know, like something always comes out of it. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely think, uh, I mean, I'm barely like taking a a stab at at acting. Mm -hmm. I'm barely peeking right now because I I was for the long, I've always wanted to do acting because I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I never knew how to communicate with people and it was tough for me, especially my family. So I'm like, man, like it's weird. Like I can't tell someone, oh, thank you. Like a stranger is like, I mean, you guys are not really strangers. You guys are like your friends now, but. 
Like I can tell you guys thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to tell him thank you. Yeah. It's hard for him to like, tell my mom, oh, thank you, or my dad, oh, thank you. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's like, like when there's medical, an emotional yeah. attachment. Yeah. You know, it, my, my, it's just weird, bro. But with acting, I can mm-hmm. like, I can, oh, my bad. I can yeah. get like lost. Like yeah. I can, I don't know, I can communicate through acting. It's weird. That's cool. It's like a different persona, I guess, that you put yeah. in. Because I kind of I feel that same way sometimes. Like I'm very touchy-feely sometimes when it comes to my friends. Like, especially when I'm drunk, dude, I'm that one friend. It's like, I'm the I love you friend. You like, put your arm around yeah, the like, te quiero un chingo. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm that, that guy. Sounds is that for me. Really? He's like yeah. screaming, like, right on my ear. <laughs> like, why haven't you called me? Like, bueno, bueno. Yeah, like, you call me? Yeah, I always, like, I, like, ooze out happiness mm. when I'm, like, oh, on a good one. And, mm. like, it, I even call people. Like, to this day, like, I'm, like, FaceTiming my friends. It's, like, 2 in the morning. He's like, what are you doing? I love you. <laughs> uh, but with my family sometimes, like, with my sister, it's really hard sometimes for me to, like, hug her and embrace her. Mm. Like, it's super fucking weird how that happens. I don't know if it was, like, kind of no. similar to what you're oh, saying. Yeah, but it's, like, I, I don't know what it is. But, like, you give me on a good one. It's, like, dude, I'm even telling, like, homeless people I love them. <laughs> it's fucking nah, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it probably goes back to, like, how we grew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, my, my mom showed me affection. My mm. dad, well, I mean, I feel like dads really don't. Yeah. yeah. Especially the dads from, like, back then. Yeah. Know, the super old-fashioned. Like machista, uh, old school, yeah. yeah. So I feel like I didn't get that from him. So as I got older, I kind of started becoming more, like, not machista, but, like, I don't know how to tell people, like, like my dad. But it was his birthday, and I gave him a hug, like, oh. Like a side hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do that shit too, dude. And I, I talk to my dad every single day. Like, yeah. we work together. Um, and it's still, even to this day, sometimes it's, like, hard for me to, like, embrace him in that way. Yeah. You think it's yeah. a culture thing? I definitely... Like, puro I so. Yeah, oh. my dad's, like, straight up, like, super machista. Like, puro, like... Yeah, like... Like, it, I, I know it's all... Yeah, dad, like, so. <laughs> like it was funny today. Like, we were talking about, like, the podcast, and I was like, oh, yeah, my, my, some of the boys are coming down from the IE... Because like, we got to finish work fast. Like, just, I want to get the fuck out of here. Because originally I wasn't going to work today. Mm-hmm. And then, well, things got pushed back. And I, I yeah. messaged Sean. And I was like, hey, dude, like, so we have contracts with Airbnb with the, with the company, with my dad's company. Oh, shit. Okay. So I was like, sometimes they call us and it's like, dude, we need you now. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's what happened. And then, we're, whatever, we were working. And then, like, my dad's very typical. It was like, if you're not, if you're not sweating while you're working, like if you don't come home and you're fucking dead ass tired from your work, yeah. it's not real work. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I got to go do a podcast. And he's like, es I'm, yo no saco beneficio de eso. It's like, we got to work, bro. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> damn I yeah. Well, even like when he's working from home, like his yeah. dad's like, you're not working. Yeah. Like, come help me. And I was yeah. like, bro, like yeah. you're literally. Like, dude, just because I'm not sweating doesn't mean I'm not working, bro. I, I, think, I think that's what we were talking about last time. Like, you know, back in the day, you had to like you had to kill yourself yeah. to show people that you were. You everybody were. was working hard, just for like the bare minimum, mm-hmm. and you had to like survive. But now I feel like we work smarter, not harder. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. like more different than their generation. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because my dad's the same. My dad's like, you ain't working. Like, yeah, you got a thousand <laughs> bucks or whatever on some little whatever, but it's not. It's not enough. It's not real work. It's not a real, it's not real work. Yeah. yeah. But they will never understand. I feel like your dad would probably see this as like, ah, oh, it's a little radio station. Yeah. That's but you don't see the bigger picture of like, nah, we could make, we could buy houses with this. Like yeah. we could, like that, I could retire you over this, you know? Mm. And yeah, it's all different. I think it's culture. It's yeah, culture. it definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah. Generations too, like they don't understand this era, you know? Like yeah. the, what a pod, having a podcast can do or like what it can grow into too. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think my dad's like on that, like, oh, well, does it give you a 
uh, fucking 401k <laughs> give you insurance <laughs> so when no, when, like, when we first started the podcast i told my dad i was like hey this is the idea i have like it's podcasting like i mean we weren't we're not as old as like like the ie network and stuff but it was still fairly new right so yeah. i was mm-hmm. like hey well when podcasting you do this like you like record yourself you record your conversation and you put it out for random people to listen to you and he's like what the fuck and then he's like, ¿Y para eso te pagan o qué? Like, that was his first thing. Oh, like, I was, I was like, hey, I'm starting, this, I'm starting this new, this new adventure with Vive con Huevos. It's no longer going to be a clothing brand. I'm turning it into a podcast. And he's like, ¿Y para eso te pagan o, o qué? And like, that was uh-huh. his first thing. Like, yeah. that's all he cared about. And I was like, well, no, but eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> eventually you find sponsors and maybe they'll be like Blue Chew or something. I don't hey, know. Hey, <laughs> Blue Chew. Blue Chew. No, nah, I think that's how I was at first with my dad and my yeah. mom. They're like, oh, pues no te pagan, esto mm. y el otro. And then as, as my, my, my dad and my mom started seeing, like, you know, me getting paid, and then they'll, like, be on Instagram or YouTube, mm. and they'll see, like, my reels. They'll be like, ah, oh, cabrón. Yeah. Mira, mijo, te vino aquí. Mijo, yeah. tu tía que te vino en el Instagram. Oh, so now it's cool. Yeah, now. It's cool now. Yeah, so my dad will tell yeah. me, like, we got invited with the LA Galaxy. They followed us, they yeah, invited us to the game. Dope, yeah. So my dad's like, oh. He's starting to get it now. He, he yeah. gets it. But he's still with the, well, I mean, you don't have insurance. How are you going to do? I'm like, bro, like, well, I'm going to be a millionaire. I don't need insurance. Uh, you know, I'll, be making, I'll pay the penalty. I'll fuck insurance. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go to TJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Has, do you, you guys' parents both watch these episodes or no? Or they're like, my mom does. Yeah, every her mom Tuesday. does. My, That's good. Yeah, my yeah. sister listens to it every now and then because some of our content isn't like PG and she has. Saludos, my, señora. <laughs> and she, Buenos días. <laughs> and she has my nieces with her, so it's like sometimes she'll listen when the when the kids aren't there. Uh, my mom will see the reels because she's on Instagram, yeah. but she doesn't she doesn't fully understand how like Spotify or YouTube works. Yeah. Isn't um, it crazy? Like, isn't yeah. it weird seeing your mom on Instagram? Yeah, my mom has one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be on Instagram. My mom be kid. posting like the random ass shit, dude. She'll be posting like a cup oh, or something. Oh, did it die? I don't know. Because it's right plugged now. in. Uh, Sorry, it might have gone out. We'll go Jesus, pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> That's scary. And we're back. I feel like a uh, manscape would be a good one because we become huevos, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's the one we're gonna work. Yeah, on we have manscape for a bit, and something <laughs> just happened, right? It yeah. was like recent. Yeah, yeah. With everyone, a friend. I think. All, all oh, wow. Yeah. All right. But oh, no. Nah. Yeah. Now, nah, um, I think they're local. Well, we, yeah. uh, manscape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know Bluetooth is hard to get, bro, because. Fuck, I don't know. They're like picky. Really? I'm not. And I feel like I've heard like a lot of people getting sponsored by them. I know. Yeah. Like someone that you know personally? No, personally, but just like random podcasts. Yeah. That I to. Oh, yeah, I've noticed, but I feel like they have like they have a lot of followers. Yeah. I think that's why. But oh shit, one day, one day we'll be sponsored by We're them. getting there little by little. Manifesting. Yeah. Anyways. What the hell are we talking about? I don't know. That was a really long break. Oh, Sorry, fuck guys. me in the ass. Bro, just leave it. <laughs> it's okay they're the ones that get clips <laughs> true uh what are we talking about oh Rex being brazilian oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i thought it was honestly at first i was like i was like oh he's light-skinned he's black he's light-skinned and then he's, he's like, nah black. i'm not black <laughs> and i was always like, oh, brazilian bro, Ooh, bro and i was like you think i'm brazilian i'm like all right i'll, I'll take I'll, it i'll lie I'll to take you it. i'll lie to you and i'm like oh yeah i'm brazilian and he's like where you from i'm like oh rio <laughs> 
<laughs> These guys came Rick's, to my house. Rex starts breaking out in the waka waka, bro. Because <laughs> you look at him, he has his curly hair and like you know he's dark skin a little bit. And I was like, bro, he's either black or he's or he's uh, from uh, Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> and yeah, he said he was Brazilian. Like, I believed him for like what two Bro, years? Yeah. Huh? Holy shit! Oh, for shit two, two years? years? Yeah. Damn, two I should have kept until, it going for two years. So I finally invited <laughs> no, him to my house. I'm like, hey, pull up. And he's like, all right. And these guys finally met the my, my dad. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because my dad comes out without a shirt to the kitchen, and he's talking all like puro catracho, yeah. you know, like puta madre, <laughs> yeah, like, Brian, uh-huh, Brian, you know. <laughs> And these guys are like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Like, you're not Brazilian? I'm like, I'm not. Like, he's like, what? This whole time you lied to us? I'm like, I didn't lie to you. I just, I just well, went along with yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because Paolo always says, like, you lied to me. You were a fraud. And I was no, like, I, I didn't lie to you. I just never told you that I was Salvi. Yeah, we like same mysterious. Yeah. You didn't ask. I didn't yeah. Well, I didn't ask because I just assumed. I just yeah. fully assumed. And then I met his parents and I was like, Well, that's, hmm. that's the thing about San Diego is like, we're so close to the border that I mean, 90% of the Latinos that you yeah, run into are Mexican. Mexican yeah, sure. they're like, oh, it's Mexicano. It's Tijuana. Yeah, never exactly. And then, like, my Spanish the, is not. The, when I talk to homies, it's not Salvador. I was about now. to say it right now when you say they sound a little Mexican. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he really does. But once you hear him talk to his parents, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. So you okay. switch off? Yeah. Unconsciously. Your parents talk like. No, they talk like. like, when like you, you. Like, what kind of Salvadorian do they talk? Do they talk like the. Do it like the ghetto, like street, or they do they talk like, like just normal? Because you it, know they have yeah. Over so there too. It, it depends who they're talking to. If they're talking to you, how? if they're talking to me, it's like straight ghetto. Do they cuss? Oh, oh my god! Left and right, oh, okay. bro. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So for the first like when we first started dating, I was like, hey, I don't, I don't know if I want to like. I don't know. I don't know if I want to have kids with this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, if we ever have kids, like, I'm never going to be able to drop them off at my suegros because I'm going to have a three-year-old running around screaming, hijo de puta, hijo de puta. Like, just puta. Scream. Puta <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, There's no way. Oh but now I'm over it and I'm like, whatever. It is so what it like, is. I have a, one of my little cousins in El Salvador. Like, she was maybe like six at the time. And you know how, like, well, they collect the glass bottles over there, mm-hmm. but they collect them in those crates. Yeah. Yeah. So she was playing, like, fucking around, because my abuelita has a little tiendita over there. And she was, like, fucking around with the, cr- the crates, and one of the, one of the glasses break, breaks, and she goes, oh, what'd you say? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, pause. <laughs> no, I think she did. No, oh, no, she goes, puta. But <laughs> <laughs> she she's like, she's like, I got him, puta. And then we all turned around, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, the kids. You yeah. see? <laughs> but it's because like they cuss left and right. Yeah, it's like yeah. it just rules. Like, it's in their genes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I feel like your dad has gotten a little better. My dad's though. gotten a When lot I first better. met him, I was like, every Ooh. other word was a cusser. I was like, okay. And I, I yeah. wasn't used to it. Like, 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 puta for me was like, don't use it. And like, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but like, verga was nah, also one that was like, don't uh, use it a yeah. lot. And like, that that's all they say. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's it's calmed down. It yeah, it's yeah. not as bad anymore. I think, uh, I think like, I, it's kind of hard to, well, I don't know, because well, he's from Honduras, and I feel like the Hondureño accent and Salvadorian is kind of like similar. Oh, yeah, super. I mean, they're neighbors. Yeah, bro. So I'm yeah. like, damn, because he says some stuff, and I hear like other friends that are Salvadorian mm-hmm. say something, I'm like, bro, it's the same. Mm-hmm. And then if he makes fun of me, because he's like, 
every time he he uh he thinks Mexican accent, he thinks the F. Oh, okay. Like Chilango. Like Chilango. Vamos, papi. <laughs> Camera puto. Like, oh. I'm like, bro, it's not how we all talk. Yeah. Like, well, it's funny because like, like a lot of the people that I went to high school with talk like talk that. Talk like that? Yeah. Like, from El Defe? Yeah. How, how, how do you say it? Huh? How? <laughs> it's okay, bro. There's a lot of shit I said, but yeah. it's like, Maña, maña, no, 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 no. Vamos para la discoteca, mi amor. Wow, baby, vamos. Okay. Yeah, like that, straight, yeah. like, that's how I look at all of them, but. So, so it's funny, we, uh, Bao's mom's, uh, be- one of her best friends was dating a Salvadorian for like the longest time. Uh, mm-hmm. And we went to a Padres game. She Bao, picked up on the accent. Yeah. Like she can speak it. Yeah, she can speak it perfectly. And we, um, Bao's mom, her best friend, and I went to a Padres game one day, and we were just talking, like, and then she's like, do you know how to, like, like desale el acento? And I was like, dude, yeah. But we were already faded. And when I get faded, bro, like, I'll, like, I'll speak everything but English. <laughs> like, I'll be speaking French, bro. I'll be speaking <laughs> Salvadorian language. When he starts to get drunk, his Spanish turns into Chilango Spanish. Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just because I was used to it. But anyways, yeah. but that day, like, we were just, like, making fun of Salvis, bro, and we are like, Cause you know how they like they they I feel like majority of them start every fucking sentence with a hey, oh. Hey, oh yeah mira vos well your dad does yeah. do that yeah. so no, yeah. I thought it was like your dad thing but that's the thing you gotta understand about us we <laughs> like super animated. we don't talk but we make noises mm-hmm. we say uh huh no like you know what i'm saying yeah. off of those little yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mexicans don't do that i think it's just a central american thing they'd be like i feel right at home right now yeah. <laughs> what is, there's another one it's funny it's like like mm, mm-hmm. mm, like like you know like yeah. Oh, mm. yeah and it's funny like so like i feel like yeah i feel like central americans they people watch a lot so, like, whenever I hang out with my parents, they talk to each other in the, mm-hmm. And, like, someone will walk yeah. by. Okay, the, they do the mouthing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, we talk, I'm telling you, we literally talk with our mouth. Yeah. Well, they, like, I bet your mom will tell you, like, go pa- like go get her something. She'll be like, agarrame, agarrame eso, eso ahí, uh-huh. eso ahí, eso ahí, <laughs> yeah. You do that, too, though. I do, yeah. And I'm like, don't do <laughs> that to me. Like, huh, they literally, yeah. we, like, yeah. our family literally points at that bag and be like, like, you'd be like, ¿Cuál eso? Mira mi boca, mira, like, like that. And he sounds like, like Yeah, I was like, fuck, are you a little brother? Yeah, <laughs> like, just adopt point, you? Just point at it and tell yeah. me. But no, they, they, with their mouth, they're like, oh, Yeah. Like, I think the, the most I've heard, like, the accent is when, like, whenever I, like, uh, this fool invites me to a party, like, his wife's family. Yeah. Oh, and that's girl. when, yeah, that's when I, like. Is she for, Central American, too? My wife. From Honduras, too. Oh, okay. So, for his wedding, like all everyone's Hondureño. Yeah. I think it's just me, Carlos. Yeah, probably just me and Carlos yeah. that were Mexican. You gotta understand, like my wife comes, she, like uh, look, my wife. <laughs> it's crazy how it's the, crazy. like the world is. Like yeah. I'm not trying to say she's my soulmate, but she might be my soul. I don't know, but whatever. I think like back home, my wife, her family literally grew up five minutes away from where my family mm-hmm. grew up. Oh, okay. And it's crazy how we found each other in this. You know, in the yeah. U.S. Oh, you that. didn't even meet out there. No, we, oh, shit. we met over here, and it's crazy because, like, we literally, our family literally lives five minutes, and their accent is way like ghetto and more thicker than the way my parents talk. Because my parents talk just normal, like, ah, oh, me, it's like, see, me, está bien, no, gracias, blah, blah, blah. 
But then I'm like, how? <laughs> That's the way my parents my, are. Yeah. Like, like the heart, like, mm, yeah. like the grunt, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just be like, damn. And they're all females. Yeah. It's like 30 women, no men. Oh my God. 30 women. And, and it's just like, I'm like, damn, hearing these women really like speak that, like, yeah. that, that ghetto, that ghetto shit is like, damn, like. That's that real Hondureña. Like, yeah. Ah, like, just everything from my. Ah, my. Que pao, my. And it's kind of like, like, damn. You're walking it's, around like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because when I'm drunk, too, I, like, throw up MS-13 at her. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta reevaluate who I'm uh, with. Right? That's what she don't want to marry you. <laughs> you keep doing it. Huh? <laughs> no, but it's good. Yeah. It's good to just bring that at home. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's funny though. Like I love just it, having bro. different, you know, different like different cultures yeah. in one house. Like it's funny. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I like she'll be getting ready and I'll just start talking. And be like, dime que me quieres vos. Es, you know. I know Salvadorians do that little like that little like. And I'll be like, what do they say? But they have like that. You gotta understand. So, Madurians have like the different, like the way they talk, it's kind of like low, but it's, it's fast. Yeah. I, it's, harder, it's hard to me. I think the accent is in like Spanish, it's hard, it's hard to understand. Uh, uh, Salvadorians, Hondureños. Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. Yeah, it was really hard for me to understand his parents when we first yeah. met. Like, I till this day, I'm like, I don't think I can ever go back to El Salvador with you and meet your grandma because I feel like we're both just gonna stare at each other and smile and like laugh at each, yeah, you know, you like what understand. you're saying because she's not gonna understand me and I'm not gonna understand. So, so sometimes I'll talk, to, I'll talk to my grandma and she's like, "You understood everything she just said?" And I was like, "Yeah." What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Hola, and I just like that's all I Bro, say. I'll be honest with you, I'm finally learning like Mexican slang different culture because mm-hmm. i thought like you know han said i thought everybody talked speaking you know, spoke the same yeah. but now i'm finally understanding the states the cities the culture the accent and it's kind of like it's different from people that were born in durango oh, yeah. ciudad or from you know where he's from nayarig like puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. like it's just yeah. i'm finally understanding that no not everybody's like that. yeah was it was it difficult for you like growing up like like differentiating that like so like for me <clears throat> i've said this before like it's not that I was ashamed of being Salvadorian, but it was really hard because, like, growing up in San Diego, everybody oh, yeah. was fucking Mexican. Yeah. So my Spanish growing up with my friends, I was like, no, like, you don't really say those words like this. You say it this way. Yeah. And then I would go home with, like, Mexican slang. And my parents were like, así no se dice, cabrón, se dice así. Or like, yeah. So it was like, I was always like, fuck, yeah, what do I do? So yeah. I was like, I just started speaking English, like, just straight yeah. up. I, I, I. I mean, I always tell, I always tell, like, I think I had a conversation with my mom. Is I let her explain that a lot of first generations or second generations have problems of being Mexican-American. And mm-hmm. they think, like, okay, yes, yeah, like, it's hard and this and that. But I also feel that Central Americans don't ever get a light on, like, they never belong in here. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, like, this is Mexico. Yeah. Like, California is straight up, like, Mexico. Yeah. And, and the population, like straight up that culture of Mexico wherever you go and I feel like Central America's never really felt right at home because everybody in their school their work is just like the yeah. population a lot Latinos yeah. are really controlled and you know, mostly Mexican when I grew up in LA I grew up in Koreatown I think I had like a bunch of, one of my friends were you know Chapines Salvadoreños mm-hmm. other people from Nicaragua 
had people from like Belize and Costa Rica. So like and all I, Central And I felt America. like home. Yeah. You know, I had a bunch of like catracho friends. I think when I finally realized it, when it hit me was sophomore year, I moved to Fontana, mm-hmm. IE, which is like the IE is straight up like Mexican, Mexican like Mexican truckers, like construction workers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started like getting that. That like oh you're he'll do it and you're like oh yeah. what are you <laughs> a lot of people knew off the rip oh he's not he's not he's not one of us so they saw me a little different and yeah. all my homies saw me as like oh they, <laughs> he's just my Honduran friend and then the jokes covered it but I always had that thick skin to say like nah fuck that like you guys are like you guys are mm-hmm. funny you guys think I'm funny like you guys are like I started making some Mexican jokes on mm-hmm. them you know <laughs> and I finally realized when I moved to the yeah. idea I could say that's dope yeah that's dope because for me it was like total opposite experience. Like, to me, I was, like, totally shut down and, like, super shy at first. And I was, like, I I, I think it kind of got to the extent of, like, being ashamed mm-hmm. of being Salvi to a point. Because it was, like, oh, you're Salvi. You know, because there's yeah. always that, like, beef, you know? Yeah. yeah like, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, that's the reason why, like, a lot of people call it Salvi, you know, set out this. Yeah. And that's why a lot of, like, I tell Hans, like, a lot of old school Mexicans teach their kids, like, you know, Salvadoreños or... Central Americans are, like, the below of us. Mm-hmm. Just like other countries, you know, like China, Japan. The Philippines are the bottom of, the, of their of like countries the, yeah, and cultures. Asian countries, yeah. And us Central Americans, like, we're on the bottom. Because they feel superior because, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a big country compared to us. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's why I always tell Hans, like, bro, you got to learn more that we have, like, good things here, good things yeah. over there. And it's never to bash <laughs> us down. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like, we, well, got, I, we got some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I also think that the, like, you had the advantage of still growing up with people from Central America, yeah, I got whereas you grew up with straight Mexicans. Yeah. So, like, that's yeah. why that's probably where the difference was of like you feeling ashamed, uh, starting to feel a little ashamed, and you not is that like you were already older when you moved, and like you were able to be like, no, fuck you, like I know who I am, oh, and yeah. you know, and yeah. like shake it off. Whereas like you were little and getting oh yeah backlash, yeah, like even like my parents' best friends. Their comadre, she's Salvadorian, but their compadre, he's from Sinaloa. Like, ¿qué onda, pues? Yeah, we're about to go to, we're about to go to us, uh, Mazatlán, Sinaloa. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, nice. When? April? April. Oh, and for, I, the, I, for the... My uh, homie's batch. Oh, okay. I was going to say and, for the festival. No. And I told him, oh, well, for that, too. The carnival. Santa, uh, Santa. I guess they're taking me. <laughs> and I told him, I was <laughs> like, bro, me. like, you're going to know the difference how people from Sinaloa talk. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. You like, can. Yo le primo. Hey, que yeah. primo, and they hold their beer like this. Yeah. <laughs> and August was my first time going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. I finally got my green card. And Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta was like a full experience. I'm like, okay, it's similar mm-hmm. to us, but it's mm-hmm. a little different. Yeah. Because that's more like a little tropical, I guess. But yeah. but I was like, okay, yeah, it's cool. But I, I told him, I was like, nah, I was like, Vallarta's more touristy now, bro. It is. Well, it's kind of like, well, I mean, I'm not going to, I hope I don't get in like too much hate, but it's like for me, like I don't like Cancun. Because I feel like it's now it's just touristy oh, yeah, as hell, yeah, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It, it's, like it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's the yeah. tourist, the yeah. tourism they're, that kind of screws it so over. We're hitting Mazatlan. Mazatlan. My bad. We must play him. I get that shit right. And then they're. You see, these Mexicans always correcting us, bro. Fuck. And then the homie's getting married in Morelia. Oh, okay. And then after. It's literally lands on the same week of my birthday. So I'm thinking of going to Ciudad de Mexico. Like. Ciudad de Mexico is is great. We're actually going in um, towards the end of the month. Um, There's a lot to see within the city, but like you have to be careful with the outskirts because it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, that's what they start. They they have schools over there to pickpocket you. I heard uh, Tepito's (laughs) really nice, bro. No, don't go to Tepito. (laughs) 
<laughs> stop <laughs> doing that. Oh, I was thinking like, <laughs> like the but, homie told me that it's really gentrification. A lot of white people live there. Yeah, yeah. and it's Within like kind of like the yeah. a New York. He mm-hmm. says yeah. like double the New York, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like I'm gonna go to my homie's wedding, and then I'm gonna. Go my do wife it. To go I would see do that. it. See that, yeah, you know? I think it's a great city. I I love going to Mexico City, and I feel mm-hmm. like right now a lot of people that like since we all work from home now and stuff, like a lot of people moved over there yeah. to like live that city life. Like you could not the New York City life, but like you know go to yeah. Mexico, it's yeah. a little cheaper. That that's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what I was telling Hans last time that my dream is to because my my well my dad has property in Honduras mm-hmm. and my mom bought a property by the beach, mm-hmm. literally like in front of the beach. I can say oh, I have a yeah. beach property and like i want to help my mom build a house and my dream is to live in honduras and live here and and my girl was kind of like oh i don't know i don't know about that like we're raised here, blah blah but i'm like if white people could do it why can't we yeah, yeah. seriously enjoy yeah. our country and where we sex, grew up yeah. Yeah. like why can't we go over there for three months four months working like remote mm-hmm. and then from a home? business aspect six months in a day <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Six months in a day. Six months in a day. That's true because past, yeah. You guys wouldn't like to do that? Like, I would. So like, have a house and yeah, my, I, you know? I want to get the fuck out of here, bro. Me too. Out of what? California? Uh, out of the, the States. United States. Me too. Okay. So and when I was in high school, my biggest dream was to live in Barcelona. Ooh. So right after high school, I took a sabbatical six keys months. To door, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it back, bro. That's My name's right, Cortez. Really? I'm going back home. So, a, you belong there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I took a little sabbatical, six, seven, eight months, and That's we damn. back we backpacked. Uh, I was fortunate enough to backpack all over Spain. That's so sick. we started in San Sebastian, and we went all the way down, like uh, all the way down to I forget what's on the other end. But anyways, the point is, I fell in love with Barcelona. The party scene was dope. Of course, I was 18, 19, Did, did bro. you go to Ibiza? No, no. I didn't. I know. Ibiza? Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> but uh, I fell in love with it, bro. So ever since then, I've like I've had the dream of like retiring, not even retiring out there, just fucking living out there. Yeah. yeah. And then as of what, like maybe like two years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm down to go anywhere. Give me a little ranchito. Give me some some cows and uh, and a horse, and I'm there, bro. Yeah, yeah. I remember you gotta you gotta take care of those all those horses and cows. Yeah, and, uh, that's <laughs> what yeah, he I wants see, to do. Apparently, I, like it, so. I thought the same thing, yeah. but then I was like, I want horses, I want cows, chickens. But then I was like, <laughs> Who takes uh, care? I, I, of I, yeah, I forgot yeah. who told me. Like, but <laughs> that means you have to take care of them. So, like, so that was my reaction when he was telling me. I was like, But who the fuck's gonna take care of them? And he was like, Me. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like taken so back. And I was, I was like, That's a you thing. When I was little, my dad grew up on a ranch in Salvador. So I'm used to it. Yeah. So, uh huh. So, like, when I was little, they would take me out there and, like, dude, I would, like, wrangle fucking chickens in the neck. Dude, I would, that's <laughs> my mom, too, bro. My mom, <laughs> too. That's why I can't. Like, yeah. my mom will go to my friend's uh, rancho out here mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Harupa. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time we go, my mom, like, my mom's, like, killing the fucking the chickens. 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 Oh, like, fool, my mom's, like, lizard throwing. Savage. Crazy, bro. And I'm, like, I couldn't do that shit, bro. Like, yeah. no. When I was little, my grandma was, like, quieres ver algo? And then she tied a chicken's neck with some string and just let it run. And I was, like. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I can't do that. But, I just wouldn't be able to, like eat the animal like we'd have the chickens and the cows and the pigs <laughs> and the horses but i'd be like well don't kill charlie <laughs> like um, that's our pet now like <laughs> no nah, i'll still eat him i'll still oh, eat that food but i just can't kill him yeah, so, yeah. But, but to me that's super peaceful like just yeah. disconnecting yeah. and oh, just being sure. and it sounds super hippie but like being one with your land and just oh, you know sure. you know where i want to do that where Sinaloa? switzerland bro. oh <laughs> nah, switzerland. switzerland i've heard that's beautiful bro, bro they have all seasons you've been 
No, I oh. want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I've saw, never been. I, so. I saw it on Google. <laughs> that's, that's, I see the shot all over Instagram. Yeah. Nah, I, that's like my dream. My dream destination. Yeah. Like, that's all. Yeah. I, would, I, yeah. I mean, I would. Love I want to like, get buried there, from, like yeah. come back a Viking. Isn't it crazy how like our parents like they like strived to like come to come America, and, and we we're over here like fuck, out. let's go back. It's, it's <laughs> expensive. I think, it, I think it falls back into like you know they bring like our parents. We have that like we have our traumas from our parents, mm-hmm. and I feel like we we feel so disconnected because we actually know where we're from. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people go back just to feel connected. Yeah. Because yeah. then the day you are really from that country yeah, yeah. I feel and like. I, I always tell I was like I would love to buy a house in Roatan well like island you know we have like mm-hmm. one of the best we're like the second best coil reefs in the world yes. and we're really like, I would bad, really love to live in an island like just yeah well I, I feel like Central America is just just because of like what's happening politically yeah. or what ha- has happened politically throughout these past years everyone's so afraid to go that everything's pretty much virgin that's oh, the way I feel. Yeah. You know, not so bad, yeah. but it's like a lot of people go to, at least from what I know from El Salvador, a lot of people go to like surf. Or like oh, there's yeah. a lot it's, of like. It's surf city, right? Yeah. Bro, I'm going to be yeah. honest. El Salvador is like, after one, it's one year, two years, it's one of the most safest countries in Central America. Oh, hell yeah. Shut up, and a lot of yeah. Salvadorians has been like, Really out loud and mm-hmm. more representing now because their country's finally like, bro. It looked like they beat communism in a yeah. way, yeah. You know, or that fraud, and I'm like, damn, people it, are really going. Let's have the best president in the dude. Honestly, bro, this guy needs to be America. president of the fucking world, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree, uh, bro. Shout out Bukele, yeah. bro. I've been trying to get him on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking. Pa- pa- I've been wanting to go to El Salvador ever since we started dating. And when we first started dating, it was bad, bro. Like I had a cousin that went, and I mean, thug, bro. Like so, I have I have tattoos and stuff. And my cousin went, and he has a tribal tattoo on his forearm. And he told me that they, the their TSA saw the tribal band, and they're like, "No, we got to take you to second secondary, basically." And they stripped them down to see if they had any other markings. And it was like pretty bad for like a really long time. And so I was like, "Dude, like I have a whole ass like half sleeve." Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, even if I have my arm out, like while we're driving, it's like I'm gonna feel super unsafe. Not only for me, but it's like it's your first time, and like my, yeah. you're my responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, and now with Bukele and like everything that's been going on, yeah. my parents just. Went, no me llevado, pero pues. <laughs> my parents <laughs> just went this past year, and my mom came back and she's like, I have never felt safer, and I was like, wow, I'm going. <laughs> no, you should go. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think are you, I think th- for sure. Just the locals looking at you, they'd be like, oh, he's American. Yeah, no, they know. Off the rip. Yeah, so before, I think you're safe, bro. Yeah, like, when I was little, we used to go twice, three times a year. And I think maybe like eight years ago, we stopped going. Oh. And because I haven't of how been bad back. it got? Yeah, or? it got really bad. And then well, we started the business and then we just, I just didn't have time. We just didn't oh, end up going. No, nah, you should go back. It's good yeah. to get back in Ruth and then show her like, like this is where I come from. Yeah, these yeah. are real pupusas. <laughs> are real I, that's what I want to go yeah. for. You can't eat them with the fork, girl. No. <laughs> oh, dude, trust me. Our first I time. learned my fucking lesson. <laughs> oh, me too. I, thought, yeah. I, try, I tried to like, well, I don't I fucking know. I had never <laughs> eaten pupusas before and he took me and I was like, oh, cool. And I grabbed it and I like picked it up like a taco. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. He started oh, making fun of me and I was like, how am I supposed to eat this? And he's like, just tear it apart. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> and now I eat them like a pro. But. I did the same thing. I used to work when I was a. Uh, I was probably like eighteen years old, nineteen years old. I used to work at Chic, and there was a. This I had a Salvadorian coworker. Mm-hmm. He was like an older guy. He was probably like in his. He's probably like forty five around there at the time. He was a senor. And every time he would see me, he was Salvadorian. He's like, "Hey, colocho, que no colocho." I like cipote, cipote, yeah. <laughs> right? And but uh, I remember some lady would go there and sell pupusas, mm. and. 
I didn't know shit, bro. She gave me the fork. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, then I get the pupusa, whatever. She would sell them. And I grabbed the pupusa, I started eating with the fork and the knife. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, and in Salvador, and I got a mad food because I was like, hey, no estamos, pissed, no estamos yeah. en Salvador. Oh, shit. And he got pissed. You pulled that card. Bro, he got pissed. Shout out to Don Henry. <laughs> bro, he got pissed, bro. And like, you basically said, go back to your country. Uh, <laughs> I was a fucking white. Oh, my nah, God. Fucking I t- supremacist. Uh, uh, he got me hot food. He's like, but you know what's coming? I'm like, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? We're not so Don't leave me alone. <laughs> bro, but try to understand. Like, no, I know. What if you put ketchup no, see, in the I taco? Get him, I get him eating. <laughs> I get him started. How would if you put ketchup in the taco and the guy's just eating it? I'll sock that up. You see? He picked it up. He took it like that. No, honestly, I wouldn't care if I watched it. I would look at him weird. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Well, that's how he looked at me. Yeah. He was like, Yeah, take it out like, with your hands. And I was like, But it's hot. Like, <laughs> well, he told you you got to like open it, like an envelope a little yeah. bit and just let well, it stay. Now out. I know. Yeah. But that was my first time. How was I supposed yeah. to know? So if, if Bao ever asked me to marry her, uh, <laughs> uh, we have this thing. So in LA, they have uh, putacos. What the fuck is so that? I've heard about they that. They look Pusa fucking sad. bomb. With so the the meat on top. Yeah, the 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 pupusas, the the, the tortilla, tortilla, but it's an actual. And then pupusa. they put like adobada or carne asada on top with all the toppings of like a pupusa. A pupusa. Was, LA just be making yeah, that stuff. bro. But honestly, honestly it looks fucking dang. You're gonna have to take me to eat pupusas after this episode because like <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now I'm crazy. Bro, them. you saw the birria pizza? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we have. They a, have one yeah. here that's pretty bomb. Y'all be they be doing the most. LA be doing the most with food. Or sushi taco? What the fuck? I haven't fuck? seen that. Sushi taco? Sushi taco. Damn. I'm hungry. That was crazy. I feel high right now. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like motherfuckers be high making shit. I think oh. we need to bring but that guy works, in munchies. Dude. Like, I'd be on TikTok. It's like, damn, I'm fucking hungry. Have, have she ate everything like, on the menu? Yeah. Well, uh, no, I no. only get the pupusas. Well, she's had the... I had the tamal. The tamal con crema? No, not yet. Oh. Not yet. She's had the tamal. The tortas. Boy, you need to put her on. I've had the sub during tamal. El tamal de, de lote, pero con crema. con crema. Oh, but yo le pongo crema a los tamales, so. That's oh, fucking weird. They, my, my, I, should, I should try pan con pollo. Yeah. That's the. Yeah, del pan. The torta, pan, right? Pan con oh, car, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite dish. His mom my, my, makes them. My comadre, shout, shout out, out Shout out our comadre. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. She's been asking me for years, bro. I've known her comadre like, what, like eight years now? And she's every single year, she's like, when is your mom going to make them? When is your mom going to make them? And I just always forget, bro. <laughs> My mom makes them. I just never take her any. But, dude, they're fucking dank. I get, so good. All right, we got to move on here. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I know. I'm worried about the top of the world. This is about to turn into SD and what? munchies. Yeah. <laughs> what Mexican dish got you like that you never try that? Like the first time you you're like, fuck, like I might eat this for a minute, like a long time. Mole. Mole, yeah, bro. I've never mole. tried mole. No? No, you say you don't like it. Oh, I did try a little bit, not like a full mole. Like, what do you like, like? Sweet one or spicy one? Sweet. See how they so, brought me back one from Oaxaca, right, mm-hmm. dude, oh, dude? I still dream about fire. it. Fire, yeah, yeah, fire. Cool. Yeah. Con, con, with with Spanish rice. Spanish like rice. Why you guys call it Spanish? Arroz, arroz, el arroz. Yeah. Like Mexican Rojo. rice. Red rice, yeah, like yeah, the red rice. That's racist. Dude. It says Spanish. That's racist. Your guys' beaner rice. <laughs> your beaner, your, your goddamn beaner rice. Nah, yeah. <laughs> bro, like your Jose rice. He told Rose me, he told rice. me, he's like, I don't like, I don't like mole. 
You told me. You know, I had yeah, it. I don't know. Like, you, pr- like, you probably just haven't had a really good one. Because for like, the longest dude? time, I had like the, the first time I saw it was like, kind of looks like mud. It's also hard to make. I yeah. feel like I'm pretty picky with it. I'm not a picky eater, but I'm pretty picky with like the mole. Yeah. At I first, like I didn't like it because I would always eat just eat like the Doña Maria mole. You yeah. know, the one with like little. Which can be yellow, really good if you know how to make it. The one that comes, the one that, yeah, the one that turns into a cup later. You end up keeping the cups. Yeah. And then she brought me that one from Oaxaca, and I was like, God damn. I yeah, eat this shit good. every day. That, that would be your your uh, favorite Mexican that dish? That and sopa tortilla. Sopa, sopa tortilla. Sopa tortilla, yeah. yeah. That's good I mean, too. fuck, I eat Mexican food every day for my house. Shout out to my mom. Bro, we went to, <laughs> went to PV. Oh. We're all eating fuck. We're eating delicious. And the motherfucker orders a burger. And I'm like, why'd you order a burger? He's like... What, what what? I always eat Mexican at home. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I mean that's true, right. and it's nothing I was like, like you're right. you know. It's gonna be like how'd you go, how'd you guys like PB? It was fun. Oh, it, was, it, was yeah. fun. it was fun. It was amazing. Yeah. It was fun. We always have a lot of fun in PB, but I feel like every single time we've gone, we always get into a fight because it's a yeah. bunch of college kids. What so the, like even oh, yeah, get, you, you, you got resort or Airbnb? No, oh, wait, wait. Oh, Puerto Vallarta. Oh, Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, we were I talking. thought he said PV, like Pacific Beach. So there's here. a there's a oh. spot here. <laughs> no, PV. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was like, oh, that's the beach. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. 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 Puerto Vallarta. PV. I was like, PV. Dude, I was like, damn, y'all good. Like, <laughs> no, I'm like, I was like, what's up? Like, don't be doing that. That's crazy. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Pacific Beach. Yeah, Puerto Vallarta was fun, but I did have a. It was a, a burguesa de camarón. Oh. It was a shri- oh shit, it was a shrimp burger. Sure. Was it like a patty, like the salmon patties or was it just like sh- ran like loose shrimp in it? I think it was just shrimp. And lettuce, tomato and shit. But he's like, "What the fuck? You're weird. We're in Mexico." I'm like, "Bro, I eat Mexican food every <laughs> fucking day." And my mom no crees que like like that's the comida así mexicana like now nah, she like, with she manteca. Gets down. Like oh, manteca food. Like, she's making the real Mexican, that real yeah. Mexican shit. That clogged my arteries. Now like, we go to a, we go to a fucking <laughs> Cardenas for like you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, like that. so I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like, what are you eating now? I'm like, bro, leave me alone, dog. Let me try. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take him to Honduras. Yeah, I wanna yeah. go to Honduras. I'm should, we him. should just take a trip. I'm down. To Central America? Yeah. To Central America, yeah. Just do a my boss will sponsor it. Yeah. I'm nah. looking for a sponsor too. We can record a pod out there and just call it a business expense. <laughs> uh, honestly, hey, so? smart woman so? over here. Come on. <laughs> That's why I keep her around. That'd be so. some sick ass content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, I was going to ask you, how is it living here like an SD? Oh, well, my bad. I don't want to put you're... your nine. Oh, no, no. no, 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 no. But Chula Vista, my bad. Yeah. Chula Vista. Um, I love Chula Vista. Every yeah. time I pass by here, I'm like, this beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, Chula. I Chula. always say this. <laughs> We we pay a premium a premium in San Diego for a reason because hmm. it's always beautiful. Yeah. You know, Not like just right the now, technically, yeah, technically, city in the country technically, no right now we're in winter and it's like low 80s, 80 degrees outside, high seventies. Yeah. You know, it's not even. I mean, it's not even fucking cold. But I also haven't experienced anything out of San Diego. Like I was born and raised here, so I don't like. I'm biased because mm-hmm. I don't. I don't haven't experienced anything. Bows lived in Colorado and in San, San Francisco. Dude, so, I wanna. I've I've said for the longest that if I end up like do moving out. Sorry for just cutting you. I don't know you good. But uh, if I do end up moving out of uh, California, like Colorado's like it's like up there. It's up yeah. there. Yeah, it was beautiful. I lived out there my younger years, so like I moved back for high school, but I was out there from like third grade uh, up until high school. 
So I can't say that I like lived the real experience, you know, but I do remember it being beautiful. I loved one thing that I do miss and I loved was waking up to like snow on Christmas, like the white Christmas like that you see in the movies. Like that was really cool. You had a chimney? We did, yeah. Damn, Hans, we never experienced that. Yeah, we did have a chimney. Let's travel. Like Home Alone, like Mm -hmm. when he opens the windows. Yeah, exactly, like that you open the windows. And like in the town that I lived, it wouldn't snow a lot because we were a little more south of Denver. So we were like two hours south of Denver. So it didn't snow a lot. But it never failed that on Christmas Day you would wake up and there was snow, which was like awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. They have amazing like national parks and amazing views. Definitely... Yeah, I guess I wouldn't like rule it out. I wouldn't move back to the town that I lived in, but I would move maybe like to Denver. I mean, it's cheaper, right? Like, well, cheaper than here. Cheaper than here, yeah. But then it's like, well, I guess if you have a job that pays you California dollars, because then you kind of end up, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah. But it Damn. was cheaper for sure. Um, beautiful though. I would recommend that least yeah, as a trip yeah. if you've never been. Yeah, but. I would definitely want to do and get a cabin because I know we're. Oh, can I say that? Can I say? Can yeah, you I can say it. it. Is it? Can I say it? Yeah, you can say it. Well, this comes out. In two weeks. If not, we can just yeah. <laughs> cut it just out. Oh, it. Well, uh, uh, you know that new movie that's coming out, the new Thanksgiving movie? It's like a horror slasher movie or something like that? I haven't oh, seen it. I haven't seen it's it. It's like no. a trailer for it's like a new movie. Well, uh, Sony uh, um, invited us to the new premiere. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. We're going to do a video with them. Oh, yeah. cool. For the movie. For like a little out. podcast. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, we're, we got an Airbnb for it. Oh, that's oh, sick. Sh- like oh, this yeah, upcoming Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, shit. So that's pretty cool. It's like promo commercial, right? It's a promo commercial. Oh, that's sick. And that you're doing so, it. Where are you Sony, doing it? Uh, in Big Bear. Oh, okay. So, that's what so you're we're like, damn, cabin. hopefully there's snow already. I don't think so. Ooh, Sometimes maybe. Big Bear does fake snow. Well, they do for the mountain. Like yeah, if you want to go mountain. Mountain. Oh, ski, but it probably snow, won't yeah. be snow. <laughs> you're yeah. not like walking around Big Bear and there's yeah. snow coming down. But, <laughs> yeah. but I know mountain, like on the slopes yeah. at a certain point, if it's not cold enough, they'll start like... Yeah, uh, I know it's gonna be cold because yeah. it's gonna be... I checked the webs and be like 35. Oh, then I mean, this might get snow. Hopefully if it rains. Because I know last oh. year they got fucking pounded by snow. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, like yeah. There was like, sh- like road closures and everything. Bro, I have a funny story, fool. Like, Go for it. Uh, we love funny stories. Me and my, I remember Fernie. Oh, yeah, We yeah. Went, uh, uh, went to, we got a cabin in Big Bear. <laughs> yeah. And this was like peak, like thunderstorm. He said that was, the guy, the residents there said that was the worst snowstorm ever. Like the whole, damn, like maybe for like a mile the whole lights the power was off that's oh, crazy wow. bro the snow was up to our fucking like thighs bro that's wild how and long ago was this sir? Uh, this was like part? two years ago oh okay like nah, two years you had to go probably like 2018 17 oh okay, I already so know yeah. yeah but I was all time yeah, yeah. yeah. I yesterday <laughs> I did all the time like oh last the year other day, I was like, actually, it's all the, the drugs yeah. <laughs> um, I feel that <laughs> but yeah we went it was just me and him and we, we got there like pretty pretty late at the time we got there it was like dark mm-hmm. and i remember we pulled up into a little we took the wrong turn into a little neighbor you know the neighbors up there like smaller mm-hmm. narrow we got stuck bro <gasps> stuck and we couldn't move forward or back and there was a bunch of cars in front of us that were stuck <sighs> another car came behind us we we're about to reverse he got stuck so we had to wait and we probably waited there for like three hours and i remember like getting out of the car I sunk in through the fucking it went down oh. up to my, th- oh my, my thighs goodness. and I was like bro we're gonna fucking die out here. <laughs> like no one it's a scary experience we had yeah. no signal yeah. at all we're like bro what do we do luckily like honestly like we're there for three hours and luckily a guy came with a big truck uh-huh. it's, it's a Mexican dude shout out to him bro he like saved everyone's life there so he started pulling us out one by one damn and then we finally end up getting to the Airbnb the whole neighborhood the power was off 
So everyone that was there waiting for, they thought we were dead, bro. They couldn't like. Oh my god, because they couldn't contact you, yeah. And then we get there, the whole power's off. It's cold as fuck. That was night one, and then the owners, oh, the the power should be on tomorrow, bro. The whole three days, the power was off. Fuck. We had a shower with cold. I was about to ask you what the fuck happened, like with food and everything. We still ate like we like. Hot Cheetos. Now we want to go get pizza <laughs> and shit, like stuff like that, bro. bro. I, I, oh, I just went no. a funny moment. I was like, bro, we, we could have died in this fucking car. Fucking uh, freezing death. That's scary. Now you have it for the You're bit. You're a survivor. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, how's this body the homie and shit? Is that one family guy like, episode? Yeah. <laughs> what is the, the show we just watched on HBO Max? The Last of Us yeah, status. Yeah, yeah. Like, start oh. eating. Oh, oh man, that's scary. I mean, shit. Would you? You know, you know, <laughs> <Would> you? <laughs> you know, cats. When you die, they'll start eating you. Yeah, like, like right, right, right away. I've, I've heard that. Like you, your per- like yeah. a yeah. Oh, this is why. But I hate dogs will take a couple of days or weeks or some shit like that. Yeah, because they're loyal. Yeah, yeah. but they'll still eat you <laughs> after like a couple starving, weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my! But, but the cats, cats right will away. eat you right away, as soon as you're dead. So like, if you. Damn, this is horrible. But like, if you like live alone and you die and you have a cat and like nobody finds you for like a month, then the cat oh, there's like, nothing. You. Un cadaver nomás. That motherfucker will call his homies from the vecindario. <laughs> like, All the cats just come in. Yeah. Damn, imagine. Oh That's why I don't like cats, bro. Yeah, the cats are a little scary. I don't no. know if you guys like cats. Nah, but. my girl wanted that <laughs> those, those those naked cats. Those, oh no, uh, <laughs> cat she wanted those naked cats. Oh, oh, I think that's a girl no. thing. Every girl wants them. Yeah. I don't. Cats can be I really don't. bad allergies. Most, yeah. most. <laughs> some, some, some. Yeah, you have like coconut oil on that cat every day. Do you the skin really? Is dry. The fuck? You gotta like these oh, bunch no, of things to take you. care of that oh, cat. Shit, I didn't know that. But I get a uh, the the cholo squinkles. Oh, yeah, those I, are those are pretty. I wouldn't get one. I think those are pretty. Yeah, yeah, I love those. They're cool. I just don't think I would have one. Really? I like petting my dog. I pet that dog. You're petting an old man from the back. Like but they are daddy? cool because yeah. like your friend that has one like yeah. she's really cool well, she that she passed away huh yeah. fuck I, I said it and then I thought I was like damn I think she passed away rest in not peace. my friend her dog rest in peace oh, yeah. Yeah, was, oh, fuck. Uh, but she was cool she was yeah. a cool dog but uh, yeah I was still expensive? kind of I think they're they got like recently yeah. started like going Coco, huh? Coco? I think so I think they, so. they like gained popularity yeah because I think before that no one really Care fuck about them. Yeah. Unless know, you're in like Mexico. I know those dogs. Like, yeah, there's a story like about two, those dogs that like yeah. they kind of bro, like the movie Coco. They help yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those dogs go way back, like in Aztecs. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Well, like if you go to the pyramids in Mexico City, yeah. they talk about that yeah. a lot there, or they they roam around. Like there's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's crazy. And then they oh, got that dog, and they made it. They I don't know. They mixed like two dogs, and that's when they got the Chihuahua. Wait, Chihuahua goes way back. Oh, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. I heard they used to sacrifice chihuahuas. <laughs> no, it's true. No, it's true. It said that the Mayans sacrificed chihuahuas. No, the Aztecs tra- sacrificed chihuahuas at first. <laughs> I'm going to say my dog in front of this one. Maybe you Hondurians. <laughs> Hondurians. It's true. I heard that. At first, it was like the blood of the chihuahua was like a sacrifice to the gods, I guess. Is that and why then, they're so aggressive? They st- like they're like, fuck you, you're going to sacrifice me? Yeah, and bro. then they started like, Having chihuahuas around because they, they kind of change. I guess the next like emperor or whatever, yeah, or the king or whatever. They they kind of like nah. No, let's not kill these chihuahuas. Like yeah. they're cool. I'm gonna fact check. I know. No, I know. <laughs> if you like Google, I don't know what year exactly, but the year the Aztecs maybe around that time. The chihuahua how it looked before was like chubby. It was small. Oh, like, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen those. It was like a little yeah. bunch on it. But and now tiny. they're like super skinny. 
And now it's like, yeah, it's Except his. Yeah. Boy, well, his is like half pimp. I want to know how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> we got to know that story. Send it to I'm sorry for <laughs> using, I'm sorry for using that word, but that's rape. Right there, <laughs> my dog, like my, uh, my dog was the, the mom was a, a chihuahua oh and the dad was a pit bull. That, I was going to ask that. I was like, how? So I feel like the pit bull had to like lay on her back and the chihuahua. No, no, sorry. The chihuahua had to lay on the back. Your chihuahua. Damn, poor chihuahua, Your chihuahua got landed the plug. Yeah. 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 Damn. Chihuahua. Damn, I didn't think about that. My dog's a survivor. Yeah, yeah your dog is bro. a survivor. Damn. And I got him for free. For Her cervix got right. That's bro. messed up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. messed up. And then not only that, bro, she had the, the dog that you always had like six puppies. I didn't yeah. even know you always can have that many puppies. puppies. Yeah. I mean, God. And were they like, was he tiny? When Let me look for a picture. He had to have been like, this yeah, big come out of a chihuahua. His ears. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. It's I'm so good. sorry, Sus. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hitting the... He's probably like... Like tap with the... Oh, you kidding you. Nah, yeah. Um, he was so tiny. He was cute. He's a cutie pie watcher. Sorry, my bad. It's because we're dog... I think we're dog lovers. We are. Oh, we're yeah. Dog lovers. Like if we hate dogs, we're kind of Except Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus hates dogs right now. Jesus, you're, you're evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we were on our we were on our way to oh, uh, Ensenada like a few months ago. Oh yeah, and, uh, I have no stray dog just yeah. came across his car, and Jesus didn't see it. Oh. and but dude, this thing took out his um, bumper, his bumper, but also the uh, ah, shit. What is it? That, what, the radiator. Oh damn! The dog took out what the kind radiator. of dog was it? He doesn't even know. He just said it was a big ass dog, uh, or a, a coyote. No, so Bao and I. <laughs> so. That weekend, we were all out there. And then Pao and I had to come back to San Diego. And Jesus stayed out there. And then we had to go back to for Jesus up. to pick him up because they, his car wasn't going to be ready. Uh-huh. So on our way back, I was like looking to see where the dog was to see if it was still out there. And that when we passed by, the thing was fucking huge. Yeah, It was like, I don't, I don't even know what kind of dog it was. Probably like canine. Yeah, I don't know. It was like. Yeah, he was actually so cute. Yeah. That's when he was a puppy. That was the first day I brought him Hey, home. he's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> the ears, the ears went up. Hans has a mutant dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, now he's buff. That's like, not what I imagined him to look like when you what's, said I have. What's a, the animal you guys would like to have? That's illegal, illegal to have, but wish you had. I'd like a tiger, a lion, like something oh, along those lines. Yeah. A black panther. Oh, a black panther, a jaguar. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah. Damn. I kind of want a hyena. A hyena. What the fuck? Yeah. You see the Africans? Bro, yeah. your laughs hyena are already annoying. Can imagine two annoying laughs? Bro, hyena. Oh. That's just like, I think that's sick. That's cool, I guess. Lion, some Lion King stuff. I'll get the lion, you get the hyena. Yeah, what'd you, what'd you get? <laughs> I feel as two animals I would get. Those Dang. those monkeys, you know the monkey, the small ones. The spider oh, okay. monkey. I think they're like yeah. Like I, I've always wanted a f- uh, finger monkey. Yeah, right. They're like yeah. tiny. And then a black panther. I a black. Fuck. Bro, there's the, some. I saw a TikTok video. Wait, hold on. Bro. I don't think black panther exists. It's just panther. Okay, whatever you get. I mean, you understood me. <laughs> a fucking panther, right? <laughs> a panther. I seen a TikTok clip <laughs> like. Some lady has one. I guess she found one. Like it was oh, abandoned. Oh, I saw it. Was it was a baby. little baby, and then it like, you know, <laughs> she raised she raised them, and now yeah, it's like plays with the other dog. No, I don't. Think I, I feel like it, it blew up for a while. Like the yeah. article was all over the place. Bro, it's funny in the video. Panther. The the dog's running, and the panther yeah. just fucking jumps just on the dog like he's about to oh, kill it. It still has his like uh like his instincts instincts, but it doesn't hurt him. Just plays with him. Yeah. Well, it's like that guy that that fucks with the lions because he like. Like he, uh, he raised them, them. yeah. And That's like the, the lion will still pounce on him. Like he'll creep up 
and I'll look like he's gonna pounce, but as soon as he turns around, he like gives him a hug. What, what, what animal you like to have, Mario? Uh, I for sure want a finger monkey, and I do want a lion. Like I just, the but like finger I wanna, monkeys you can have, no? Not in California. Like, like the so. main lion, like the no, I want a white lion, like a oh, like a white white lion. lion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Now you be picking. <laughs> Hey, you asked any animal. <laughs> not the regular type. I want the white. And type. I want to give it like a like a funny, not like a funny name, but like a like a human name. Like, like, like Edgar. Yeah. <laughs> like hey, like you guys want to meet Rafael? And it's like, and it's like y'all gonna think it's my homie, but no, I just I just pull up with a big ass white lion. I, feel like I would get a like I, feel, I would get a giraffe. A giraffe. A giraffe. That's a cool yeah. Like, like, would you put it though? Well, how would you walk it? Johnny, I'll, I don't know. <laughs> what about a gorilla? A silverback gorilla. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of scary to a me. A silverback gorilla, like you're just behind it. Like, that shit will get an ass. And he's just like. Yeah. Like when you see them at the zoo and they're just staring. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like they're staring into your soul. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're and human, they're like, 80%. You know what I'm more scared of? Because I feel like apes, if you bow down to them, they won't attack you. A gorilla or ape or whatever you want to call them. But I feel like the orangutans, oh, dude, they're, they're smart. They're wild. fucking, they'll kill Have you ever seen, um, fuck, what is it called? Planet of the Apes? No, the Disney one with the little uh, boy. And oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mowgli, what jungle? is it? Yeah, jungle, jungle, jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, like, have you ever seen Jungle Book? Yeah. The orangutans are horrible. They're mean. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. They're smart as fuck. They are. Yeah, I, I love, I, I really enjoy animals. I think they're really smart. But for sure, I think that's a lion or a tiger. Like some kind of. Something to protect like, you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, that jar, I really like jaguars too, <laughs> or like a bear. Every time, every oh, time shit. I see those videos of like the bears coming to the cabins, and oh, there's like the little baby bears. Like I wish oh, you could just did you see the one? Can I the, pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? <laughs> yeah, I pet that dog. <laughs> there's like a, the mom and the the son. They were camping, and the bears on top of the, mm-hmm. and he's like eating all the food. But yeah. the mom's like has has his son like this. Like yeah, I saw that. That video was crazy. I want to know who was recording that video because everybody else the is dad? just there. Probably. <laughs> the dad? Probably. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> this, this man's and on Facebook did. Live, bro. Uh, <laughs> it did go on TikTok. Oh, man. But, yeah. but uh, damn, we hella, I had like hella questions, bro. And I, yeah, I like, mean, this is dope, bro. Yeah. We can still ask this, them. This is what I really like. Flow, yeah, yeah. This is what I really like about podcasting is like you get to know a person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And one of the main reasons like I started the podcasting and started bringing a lot more guests in is because... I feel like the bigger the the bigger the podcast is, obviously, the bigger the guests are. Mm-hmm. And we live in this constant state. I say this a lot, but we live in this constant state in comparison, mm. especially when it comes to like Instagram and and social media, social media just in general, the social yeah. media era. And I feel like because we're constantly comparing ourselves to like influencers, we kind of forget that these influencers are also people. Yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, and I kind of want to touch on that a little bit. I know we kind of like derailed a little bit. We're having a it's lot okay. of fun. But <laughs> you guys also, apart from Bono Bono, you guys also have you guys' goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are more than just Bono Bono. I know I feel like, I feel like when people see you, you guys are just Bono Bueno. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Rex, you just, I mean, you're an aspiring DJ. Hans, you said that you wanted to get into a, like, acting and a lot more and, and i know one and one of the one one podcasts you guys talked about exploring different podcasts and different avenues and exposing yourselves more to just you know to other to other realms basically but i want to touch more a little bit more on your guys's like personal attributes and a little bit more of like your guys's personal aspirations because i feel like you guys do talk about it a lot on your podcast especially when it gets towards at towards the end you guys yeah. kind of get really personal and deep and i really like that about your guys's podcast <laughs> yeah a lot um, of people do yeah, yeah. i feel like we just started it. yeah you guys did, I, yeah. Yeah. 
but I just it, it gives it a different tone. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about a little bit like coming or being brought up in a very like traditional Hispanic household, and us being very untraditional in the way we're living our lives. Like, how has that affected you? Like, how has that affected your lives at home? Um, do you guys want to deep a little bit into that? Um. Yeah, I definitely think it's hard in this gen- in this generation because our parents grew up different, you know, as, yeah. as a Latino, living in a Latino household, Mexican household. Um, I definitely think our parents, my parents, I'm going to speak for myself, uh, they see me a little different. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily going to say they see me as a disappointment, but they see it as like, a, mm, like what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you're 27 years old. Like, well, come on, what are you doing? And they don't understand, like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I finally love to do. Mm-hmm. Like me, I'm a, like, I love to create. I want to inspire people to, I don't know, to like just in different ways. And I'm like, well, how can I do that? That's acting. Like I like to, I want to be, I want to be able to film something, a movie and play as character and inspire the next person. Like if this person's feeling sad, I want them to watch this movie and, and to, for them to understand like, not, well, you're not alone, bro. Like we all go through this, even if it's a movie, but I feel like that's the only way I can speak to to people without having to feel awkward and shit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i feel like that's that's the reason why i've always wanted to to do acting because i want to express myself in ways that i never could i like to pretend i want to pretend to be somebody to inspire someone if that makes any sense you know what i mean yeah the homie's famous yeah (laughs) i was telling like bro he was in the gold cake uh gold cake well cake commercial when he was a kid. Really? So I was like, it was a kid Haas, like, yeah. you know, like. I so it was in you know? since you were yeah. little. It's like, it when it's like those friends, like, I was a Gerber baby. It was a Sears. It was a Sears. <laughs> it was, yeah. much, nah, it was a Sears. Sears, Sears. <laughs> like my, my, my mom took me to uh, acting school. Okay. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was in Norwalk. Or Norway. Was it called Norwalk or Norway? Norwalk. 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 Yeah. In LA. And uh, it was my first time ever. And then the, the acting coach, the teacher came and then okay, you do this paper, we just want to see where he's at. They film me, one take, that the teacher's like, the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, like, lo ha puesto su hijo en clase de actuación antes? My mom's like, no, it's the first time. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo, he has like, something. Naturally. He has it in him. He has it in him. He's like, like Shia buff. And they wanted to, my mom's like, they didn't want to take because we didn't have money. But the teacher's like, oh, no, like, like, we'll pay him the first four months, like, come back. But my dad's like, Oh no, nah, it's too far. Like mm. this and that. I want to take you. So I was like, <sighs> you know what I mean. But it was a Sears commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the best. It was in yeah. Spanish yeah. too. Really? Yeah. I forgot. How old were you? I forgot. I was about to ask you. I was like, do you remember? Uh, I was probably. Uh, I was in elementary school. I want to say maybe. Um, between ten and twelve. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I was in Spanish. I know. I was like, I forgot, bro. I can't even remember. Something like that. I don't know. That's crazy. That's cool. So yeah. did you? So after that, like, did you continue doing some kind of acting anywhere, or did you kind of take a break? Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like during that time, like I felt like my dreams were crushed. Mm-hmm. I was like, my dad doesn't want to like doesn't believe me, so I'm just like, I'm not gonna try. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until maybe, dude, damn, like high school, like after high school. Okay. I started doing YouTube videos. I was like my senior year, ending senior, so maybe 2016. I started doing YouTube videos, skits, sketches. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that on my own with my homie Carlos. And then Carlos introduced me to Saul. And then from there, me and Saul started doing YouTube videos. And we did that for a few years. Saul was doing it way before me. 
And then from there, like, I was like, all right, like, I want to do the acting. Like, now I have my chance to build something. And then, I don't know, I just kind of stopped. Like, I, people around me were like, my parents really like, oh, like, that's cool and all, but that's not really, like, a big dream. Like, go to school, go to college, be an engineer, be this, be that. I'm like, I don't want to do that shit. Like, just very traditional. Yeah, and I did try. I took a stab into a trade school to do be an electrician. Mm-hmm. This wasn't for, wasn't for me, was. bro. It was not for me. Sure, the money would have been nice, but... I was like, nah. And it wasn't until now we did the podcast and I feel more inspired now because I see my friends doing stuff without... Well, you're in like the creator. Yeah, yeah. and like I finally feel at home. I feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, I got my boy who's talented at DJing. Saul, he's an entrepreneur. So I was like, you know what? Like I want to make not only myself proud, but I want to make my homies proud. Because yeah. I know I got potential. Like I'm not even saying that to, you know, sound like that, but I know I have potential. And I know if I dedicate myself into perfecting my craft into my acting like i know i can be be good at what i do yeah and, yeah yeah well i feel like it goes just just goes back to like I, i've said this in in prior podcasts before where <clears throat> we all i've become a very big manifester ever since bell and i started dating but there's also a second part to manifesting where it's like you got to put in the work oh, yeah just because i just want just because i want the then podcast is gonna blow up more than it is already mm-hmm. but that doesn't take away from the fact that i still got to put in the work week after week after week, you know, yeah. and that I think that goes for any creative or any person that like is chasing their dreams. That could be, you know, DJing, acting, podcasting, whatever it is out. Not, we're not even outside of the traditional. Cause even inside of well, like a normal quote unquote career, you still got to put in the yeah. work. Yeah. Um, but it's hard sometimes when you come from a very traditional family and you're like, Hey, I don't want to go to school anymore. Cause it was really hard for my parents when I told them, Hey, I want to drop out of nursing school and I want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And they're like, but it's, it's, I mean, my dad's had a business for almost like 30 years now. And he knows how much it like fluctuates. He's yeah. all, you know, there's going to be times where you don't have money or there's going to be times where maybe you have to pay the employees and not pay yourself. Yeah. And I was like, do you really want that life? And I was like, I love it. I'm down. But it just takes a different type of person too to yeah. like want to go after a personal aspiration because yeah. there's a lot Definitely. more of a chance to fail when there's not that steady piece of income coming in month after month or bi-weekly or weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like you just can never let that fire die. You know, like yeah. you always have to be just like motivated and moving forward. And like, obviously we all have our days where we're just like, fuck this or like, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Yeah. This is really hard. But like, 95% of the time that fire needs to be on and you have to be yeah. going. Cause like, mm-hmm. if not, then that's where the failure comes into play. Cause then you're just not putting in the work as hard mm-hmm. yeah. or not, you know, like, like you said it right now, like, you know, you have the potential. So you have to continue believing that no matter what. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why I never, I never, uh, continued when I was little. Cause I didn't have the support. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I do, like I have my friends, you found you know? your support yeah. system. So I have like now people in my corner, like bro, do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing I would have regretted. It's like me not, is I can't even call myself a, a quitter because I haven't even tried. Yeah, and that's worse. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, for, like now I'm I'm trying. Now I'm looking into the acting school that I want to do. That's cool. And yeah, I start soon. So yeah, that's oh, awesome. Congrats. congrats. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rex? Because I know. So a little background, bro. When I was in high school, I really wanted to produce music. Yeah. <laughs> and to this day, like I love music, bro. Like, yeah. like even this past weekend we went to, we were out in the sand dunes and I just, I love seeing people have a good time. 
And music I, does that for you. Yeah, and I feed off of vibes, bro. I oh, like yeah. feed, and I, like as a producer, as a de- or like anything, anything creative. You like, I feel like you have to feed off a of vibe because yeah, you kind of know. Like even when in podcasting, you know, you have you know you have guests coming over. You kind of just feel when it's like yeah, it's, it's peaking, it's peaking, it's peaking, and you're like you plateau. You kind of feel that like the energy, vibe, right? Yeah. yeah, the vibe. And for me, like we went to Glamis this past weekend, and like I love music so much that I was like, I was DJing, well not DJing, but I was like DJing on Spotify. <laughs> he was the uh, yeah. the one queuing the, the songs. And, and I'm always like, I'm always like, the, I'm either the designated content creator or I'm the designated DJ or I'm both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And it got to the point where like even the people in our campsite that didn't know me, they started just calling me DJ. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh Mario, who's Mario? And I was like Mario, and they were like, oh the DJ. And then like they found out I was his girlfriend. They're like, oh the DJ's girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and when I was in high school, like I really wanted to produce my own music. And especially when I started getting into like um, like EDM music and like that type of scene, I was like, this is such a vibe that you're able to control people. Yeah. It's kind of weird saying it, you know, but you really do. You're yeah. controlling the crowd. Yeah. You know, you're, you're controlling their emotions and how they move and how they sway and how they feel. And then when I told my parents, like, hey, I want to be a DJ, like, they thought I wanted to be, like, a quinceanera DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they automatically <laughs> I think. Yeah. 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 And then uh, at that point, like, they're like, mm. And I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't feel that support. And because yeah. I didn't know how to communicate that I didn't want to be a quinceanera. No offense to quinceanera DJs, because that's an art in itself, too. Yeah. But... But it's normally it's, a side art. Like, yeah. You know, so. <laughs> it's typically a side art when it comes to, like, our parents. And when I told them that, they're like, uh, no. <laughs> And so yeah. I didn't feel that support. So I kind of stopped. Mm. Um, so I, and you've been doing it for a minute, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I've been doing it. I've always loved music. You know, mm. like Hans and I used to like, you know, you know, I used to do a little little rapping, I guess. Mm. But it's just for the love of music. Yeah. I feel like I've always been really into music. I just never, like you said, never had support. Music to my family was kind of like, ah, you're, you're lucky to just be playing music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after that i think all the years of raving i always told myself like i want to be an artist not full dj but just like be an artist and learn it mm-hmm. i learned the craft i learned the history of it i learned every artist and everyone knows me like i love to study music mm-hmm. like I, like if you name me an artist i'll tell you his history how he started his bio everything people be like damn bro you're so in tune with it mm-hmm. and i know a lot of genres and i think that just built me into like Okay, I really want to learn the learn the craft, not just DJ for a party, but actually learn the the craft, the equipment, how to DJ, how to not DJ as yeah. like mm-hmm. other people, and then create my own style. I think I've been doing it so what, like two thousand and seventeen, like sixteen, like seventeen, okay. eight, eighteen, um, and I feel like I've created a craft. But it's funny because when I tell a lot of listeners like I'm a DJ, first thing they think is like. Quinceañera or reggaeton DJ or little house party DJ. But I'm more into like, you know, I'm I'm a minimal, like the genre I play is minimal tech Mm -hmm. or deep tech. And kind of like, I'll I'll say something, it's kind of like Pasa or Mm -hmm. Michael Beebe. Yeah. Or I don't know if you know those artists, but yeah, kind of like that. I've heard Michael, yeah. And that's kind of like my style, but mostly people don't really, I don't think they they will ever understand until they see me on stage DJ. Mm-hmm. And I think throughout the years, I finally felt comfortable. I finally looked at my style, and that's literally my dream. And like I was telling Hans, next year I'm I'm doing it full full throttle, like full hundred percent. I'm quitting my career as a you know truck driver, yeah. And I'm just following my dreams, and hopefully one day I will play for festivals and shows and 
Hopefully one day I go to Europe and you know, live awesome. my You will go to Europe. You got yeah, to start changing that. You got to start changing that. I'm going to be in Europe. I will be in Europe. I will be in Europe next year. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing that's really like, it has been, at least for me, has been really hard to like put into practice is putting that I will in front of everything. It's for me, it was always like, oh, there's a possibility or hopefully, hopefully I can do this. But it's like, as of maybe, maybe. like this past year, I'm like, I am going to get there. I will be there, or I yeah. am already there. But it, it, but yeah. I think is it comes from that the way we were raised to that confident that our parents really didn't put in us. Yeah, because our parents were always like, "Now nah, we got to be safe. We can't say, oh, well, this and that.' No, you, you like, bro. Hopefully, you do that. Yeah, because yeah. it's and not. Yeah, your parents always put that like, "No, you got to be secured. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't jump if 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 it's not gonna work." And yeah. it's kind of like, nah. They but didn't, that's the point. They didn't gotta, teach yeah. us how to take a gotta risk take too risk, much. Yeah. I feel like a lot of households. Teach their kids how to do a risk, like yeah, yeah. like. Well, you, and okay, okay sorry. sorry. I'm gonna just play the devil's advocate for a bit because I totally see it, and I'm the same way. I'm actually less of a risk t- taker than anyone in this room because I like security and I like knowing what's coming next. But like, I always think about it this way: like our parents sacrificed a lot, and they yeah. did a lot to get us here, and like. I do always say I want to leave the United States, but I am grateful to wake up every morning knowing that our country isn't at war. Like I can walk out of my house and, you know, so imagine being the parent of someone. Imagine being the parent, like always working, always making sure they have food on the table and roof over people's heads. And then your kid is like, I'm going to quit my job and my stability because fuck it. You know, like imagine being on the other side. And I always think about that because it's like, I'm all for following your dreams, but like I kind of see why parents are more like, well, yeah. I, do you really want to take the risk? I, like, I, I, also, I also tell my mom, like, well, you brought me here to dream, right? And that's like, true. You brought me yeah. here to opportunities, and how are you going to make me feel bad, or I feel like I owe you something if you never look at me as a as a true man? You, you always look at me as a little boy because mm-hmm. you you feel like I owe you something. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of parents don't understand that they would never see their kids as like. Them troop selves. Yeah. They always feel like you owe me something. I brought you here, you owe me something. Yeah. So that's a little it's a little fine line of trauma of like parenting. Yeah. And a lot of parents need to understand like if you brought your kid here and he wants to do, let's just say skateboarding. Yeah. That's what literally you brought him here for. It's to dream, it's yeah. to have the opportunity. To ha- exactly to yeah. have the opportunity but to do those things. You know he can't not really skateboard back in your country because it's not um, that much opportunities. So I always look at that like yeah. You know what no, I, I agree. I completely agree with yeah, that. Yeah. But I was just like, I also like see why the parent would be like, the fuck. Yeah. But I, I think, I'm on your side, 100. Yeah. <laughs> percent I think we're the generation now that we get to break that curse because oh, I think sure. we're yeah. like we're a second second generation and we're like, all right, well, so when we have kids, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let my kid do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, mm-hmm. I want him to, yes, have a stabi- stability. But like, I think you got to take risks yeah. and, I, and mm-hmm. I think my biggest regret is not taking that risk yeah. not yeah. taking that chance it's like I don't want to do the oh what if mm-hmm. like what if I you know what I mean like I want to actually try even if I fucking fail like at least I tried yeah like that's my biggest regret I don't want to regret stuff and I like I mean dude I quit my job bro <laughs> like fucking yeah. this is full time now you know yeah. what I mean so shit I'm, you don't have a choice now don't have a choice <laughs> I'm full sending yeah. it bro and if you so, actually look at it deep like Bro, our parents crossed and they took the risk. Yeah. So why wouldn't we take a risk on anything we want to do here? This is free game. It's free world. Yeah. This is what the American dream is, right? Yeah. But we're not. We're not all here to just go to school, college, and then you're gonna. Mm-hmm. If some of us want to do that, okay. I mean, if not, like, 
they should be okay with it. Yeah. To understand that whatever we want to do, mm-hmm. like, okay, it's, it's fine. We're human. We could choose different careers, different, like, it's choice. It's called freedom, you know? Yeah. But if it's just more like, do this, do that, so I can know you're good, and then you kind of be proud of me, it's kind of like, there's a fine line of, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. like, going back to what I said, it's like, parents always feel like you're ungrateful and you feel like you owe yeah. them a lot, you know? Yeah. So it's, no, and, it's, and it's hard because I've dealt with that, like, imbalance because my, my parents came here and they were they were fleeing El Salvador because they were in like in the middle of civil war, right? And then they came here for a better opportunity. And my dad hustled, bro. Like my oh, dad no, hustled. Like a lot of our parents, you know, yeah. a lot of first gens or a lot of immigrant parents. I mean, they hustled to be to the point where they're at. And like, I struggled a little. We well, my family struggled a little bit when I was younger. But you know, thanks to like my dad's blessings and his hard work and my parents, you know, they they were able to provide a life where nunca me faltó nada. You know. Yeah. Um, whether if it was like very minimal, like whether we ate rice and beans at night, I mean, nunca, me faltó, food, nunca yeah. me faltó un plato comida. Mm-hmm. I always had a roof over my head and I always had dry clothes on my back. Yeah. Um, and I'm super grateful for that. And then, you know, when I started Vive con Huevos and we closed the business and I told my dad that it was going to be a podcast and he, he came out and he was like, eso te paga, you know, and like I, I had to have a conversation with him one day and I was like, no eches de menos mis sueños because mm-hmm. you came here with the dream and you ain't made it out. No one guided you. Mm-hmm. No one told you what to do. No one gave you a handbook and was like, hey, follow this. This is how you make it. Mm-hmm. You did this shit on your own. And I'm grateful that like my dad has that business mindset and he instilled that in me. Yeah. But as you know, first and second gen generations, like Han said, you know, you I'm trying to break that curse. Whereas like sure. I'm trying to show you also that like I can make it in this life without having a fucking degree. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. now now is the time to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely think that's like a hundred percent true, bro. Because it's like, damn, we. I mean, from the day we're born, okay. Let's say right now, we have at least forty years, fifty years left of mm-hmm. our life to live. I hope more, but yeah. you know. So why not make something of it, yeah. bro? Yeah. Why Why am I gonna be stuck in the matrix of people say yeah. like? You know, and, and working, uh, nothing wrong with nine to five. I worked warehouse jobs my whole <laughs> life. I've done different jobs. Like, why work for somebody else when you can work for yourself? Yeah. Spend those eight hours working for, you, you'll spend eight hours plus working for a boss when you can do that for yourself. Yeah. Eight hours a day. Like, yeah. why not put in the work for yourself and yeah. so be happy? I, I, I always see that like this. You're only with your parents half of your life. Yeah. That other half, you're not going to see them. And after they pass, you're, you're not just, you're not going to see them. You're not going to yeah. be with them. So I do see a lot of people that have good careers and they do exactly what their parents say because, like I said, they're first generation. A lot of them cross all over from, you know, from the world to the U.S. and be like, well, you're going to be a nurse because that's what we do. Or you're going to be this. You're going to be that. You have to be that. Mm-hmm. And you do everything that their parents tell them. But at the end of the day, they're not happy. They're not happy inside. So I've seen some doctors, bro. I've seen some nurses are actually like, oh, what do you like to do? Well, I'm an artist or I like to do music. I do that after work. Oh, I, I I met a nurse, bro. That he was he was he was like a nurse, but every time he'll he'll be at work, he he used to pop lock like he used to dance. And <laughs> I'm like, bro, you like, like a, dancing? A, a Jabberwocky? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, bro. I always wanted to be a dancer, but mm. my parents never let me. Mm. And I'm like, Damn. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. <laughs> like, like, imagine bro. like oh, no. yeah. And you know, it's funny because it's funny that you said nursing because like I was in nursing. Mm-hmm. And the day that I, that I, especially my mom, my mom was the one that was like, you have to go to school. You have to go to school. My dad was like, you have to go to school, but 
you know. Yeah, you, I feel like your dad has always pretty much like supported your. Yeah, um, but he also sees like the mindset behind it because like well, he's yeah. he's had a business, so we'll, mm-hmm. I mean that punto parte. But like my my mom was always the one that's like, I need you to go to school. Like I need you to go to like either be in medical school. I need you to be a doctor or whatever. Just. Um, and when I told her that, hey, I'm dropping out, dude, I have never seen my mom so disappointed in my life. Yeah. But at the same time, it's the way, what you like, kind of what you said, Rex. I told her I was like, I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working and I'm like, I'm studying. I'm putting in like 18, 19 hours a day. Damn. I'm doing my, you know, my, my residency. I'm putting in time in books, and I have no time for myself. And ultimately, for what? You know, I see all these doctors yeah. and I see all these nurses, and they're just so fucking unhappy and they're tired. Yeah. And that's why half of them are fucking assholes because yeah. they just don't have time for themselves they or their family. Or corrupt. Or, yeah, or yeah, corrupt too. They don't even take care of the patients because yeah. they're so. And I left nursing for like a, a lot of reasons. Like that's going to be a whole podcast in itself. Oh, why yeah, I left I nursing. But ultimately, like I just wasn't happy with the way my life was going. And mm-hmm. I told my mom, it's like, hey, Going back to what Rex was saying is like, one day you're not going to be here and I'm going to be stuck with the decisions that I made while you were here. Mm-hmm. Like, no offense to you. I love you. Yeah. and You're always going to be yeah. my mom. But at the end of the day, it's like when you're gone, then what? Then I'm going to be unhappy in a career that you kind of chose for me. Yeah. You know? Like, no, yeah, that, yeah. And then when I was in nursing, like I spent like a lot of your early time in nursing, you spend either as a CNA or as an LVN and you spend a lot of time in homes. And when I was in homes and I was taking care of the, like the elderly, like a lot, a lot of what I do, I'm not going back to like why I started the podcast is I love to get to know people. Yeah. And there was just so much regret inside of an elderly home when I would get to know them and I would talk to them. I was like, Oh, like, what did you guys like doing? What, you know, just getting, getting, getting advice from them, you know, like their knowledge and stuff like that. And there was just so much regret. I was like, I wish I could have done this. Um, you know, I was a lawyer, but I really wanted to be a dancer or or like, I really wanted to be a pianist or, you know, some sort of artist or some sort of way to express themselves. But like, that was a different generation back then where you had to have a degree in order to Mm. be successful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I feel like now and like in this generation, there's way more opportunity than there was before too, you know? So like, Mm -hmm. we're blessed to have all the opportunities that are out there and like the meat, the, mm, I'm losing the word right now, but like the different um i lost the word like aspects yeah like the different like sources of media in a sense like Mm -hmm. you know like if you want to do content creation like you know you have social media and like tiktok and the different outlets that was the word yeah the different outlets um whereas like before like they really didn't so Mm -hmm. i feel like we we did kind of hit a point in our generation where it's like wait we don't have to regret it because we do have these opportunities that maybe our parents didn't or like the elderly people in the home didn't because in order for them to be like to put food on their table, they had to do yeah. that, you know. Yeah, I've I've always said like Saul gave us the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Here it is, blueprint. You know, he gave us the start, and that's why I want to take advantage of that, use that, and I mean the podcast is great, and it's barely, bro, we've barely been a year, yeah, yeah. and we've grown so much in a year, and we're gonna continue growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also want to do my thing, which mm-hmm. is acting. You know, I want to use my platform and do acting now. Yeah. And it also opens like a lot of different avenues. I'm pretty sure like in this past year or even beyond the past year, because I mean, you guys have been part of the network since I'm imagining since I would have started. But uh, 
I imagine that also opened a lot of doors for you guys too. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's up to you guys whether or not you want to enter that door, but I mean that it's the doors oh, yeah. have been open. You know, that's 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 well, yeah, things told us, right? <laughs> Before you know, yeah. it's gonna be IE and acting. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Don't, on, Don't give him more ideas, <laughs> bro. That's that's the thing. So yeah. told us he's like, bro, take advantage of this because yeah. I want everyone to do whatever you guys like your dream. I'm giving you guys mm-hmm. the t- like everything. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to. You just. Not everything lasts for a long time. The yeah. good things don't last for a long time. Yeah. You just never know. We we might fall. I network might go down. You just never know what happens. Mm-hmm. So so I was like, bro, you gotta take advantage of what we got right now. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Because if you don't, bro, there's nothing I could do. Yeah. Like if I take off and I become like multi million dollar deal, I'm sorry, bro. Like that's just that's, that's what he's gotta do. Yeah. And yeah. we gotta understand, like, bro, mm-hmm. that's like, come on, where we didn't take yeah. advantage of that, yep. we can. We can't be on his back like Yoda the whole time. It's like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, come on. Nah, that yeah. that would be so selfish of us. Yeah. That's why I was telling Hans, like, bro, you got a lot of things you could fall back on, so take the position. And me, like, like I said, I mean, I'm retiring. I've been doing trucking seven years. This is a dream that my dad had for me. Then I don't live with them. I have my own life. So I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm retiring. And I'm doing the podcast and the DJing, like, full time. Yeah. And I know I, I've been making money, like, and with God bless me, I've been making good money, but I know I can make more. I can. I've been. I've been always giving the DJ like twenty five percent, fifty percent, because I also have my. Okay, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm married, yeah. but I'm finally like, I'm so excited and happy to struggle. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. struggle, but yeah. I'm so happy for that journey because I'm like, I'm finally gonna be free. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trucking anymore. So it, it, I'm finally gonna like. Do what I do what I love. Yeah. But I know I got it. Like I know I can make some good money on the weekends, gigs, left, right. And I know I can like You just know you're gonna have to hustle for a few yeah. years, yeah. but it's okay. But I'm excited you're for ready that for hustle. That, yeah. I'm excited for the grind. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited for everything. It was the first time I ever felt like that because I've always felt like, you know, like mm-hmm. I owe my parents Yeah. Yeah. Things. Yeah. So you the, paid your dues. So it's like, <laughs> I think I yeah, it's funny because like Bao and I were were on total opposites of the end of the stick on this. So it's like for me, like I'm big on entrepreneurship. I'm big on like, if you dream it, fucking do it. What's stopping yeah. you? You know, they shouldn't fucking stop you. Yeah. And Bao's more of like, oh, we need security. We got bills to pay and shit like that, which I completely understand. But I think you hit it right on the nail when you said it was like, I'm ready to struggle because not that I've struggled, but it's like when I had my business, I was struggling sometimes, but I was struggling for myself. I was struggling for something that I believed in that I yeah. wanted to struggle in. And now we you know we closed the business and I've been kind of like job hopping and just kind of finding my way. Yeah. And, and bro, I've had like maybe three or four jobs this past year. <laughs> but bro, bro, but this is the thing you got to put in your head. But, if you ask any millionaire, yeah. what's the beauty of it? They always say the struggle. Yeah. The beginning of it. He's like, enjoy and look around. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that moment because that's the most beautiful part of this whole journey. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Like I am on, again, I said it earlier, like I do like security. Like I know I like to know what's coming next, but I'm not against the entrepreneurship. I actually admire it a lot. And I Mm -hmm. wish I had a little bit more in me. But like you said it right now, like, you know, you're going to have to struggle and you know, you're going to have to put in the work and you might be working seven days a week, long hours, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. I guess that's where like my fight is, is like, if I know that you're going to do that, then cool, because the bills are going to be paid whatever yeah. you know but like i need to know you're gonna do the seven days of thing yeah. because yeah. like i'm putting in the work so then other people have to you know yeah. so again that, like you said yeah. it the right way it's just like yeah. you know you're gonna struggle but you're still gonna 
make it. Yeah. Like you're gonna make I, ends I, meet I, at the end of the month yeah, or whatever. My my wife says the same thing. But I told her I was like, I gotta do this. Because if I don't do this, I will not be happy with myself mm-hmm. and I don't think I'll I'll be happy with you in the long run because I'll yeah. just like be so depressed yeah. and dig myself in home. And I told her like I could go and just stay here and give you whatever, but I'm not I'm not fulfilled inside. If I'm not fulfilled, I, I was I'm not actually gonna ask you how yeah. like what she thought or how she felt. No, she, she supported yeah. me. She's yeah. like she's like, if you don't do this, I will look at you different. Mm-hmm. She told me that. And I was like, no, I'm doing it. She's like, Yeah, go ahead. Like I don't want you to be sad with or without me. Like I want you to be happy with mm-hmm. yourself. Like, so she's like, she's full throttle with this. She's like, I don't even care. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, and my girl, like, she has a good job, good career and everything. And and it's kind of judgmental to me because I'm the man of the house and I got to take it. But it's just like, it's a fine line of like, damn, bro, you're you're this Asian. You're finally going to do it. But it's kind of like, nah, this is what I always no, want. No, yeah, it doesn't but, matter. But, but it's just, it, I think it's like invisible timelines that we construct yeah. for ourselves that yeah. we, we shouldn't that ultimately shouldn't be there i mean yeah. there's millionaires that make it at like 60 70 years old yeah you know and but they've struggled their entire lives and then having a partner like that is is huge it's yeah. big actually i was going to ask you guys about that because i know i mean you both in relationships i know hans a little bit more <laughs> low-key about it but yeah, uh good. but it's it's really important and like part of the part of the reason or probably actually probably the majority of the reason of why I fell in love with Bao was like in the beginning when we first started dating, I was balls deep into my business. Dude, I was working Monday through Sunday, open to close every fucking day. Our dates for maybe like the first half of our first year were at the business. We're, we're at the business. Like she would go work there. So luckily Bao works in social media marketing. So a lot of her jobs is remote. A lot of her job is remote. So she would go work at my business. I would spend time with her, you know, sometimes without, when I had like, like downtime. And then I would close, you know, 8, 9 p.m. Or sometimes even longer, especially during the summer, because it was an Asaibo place when the summer I would stay open longer. And then we would go back home. I would shower. I would put, put a, put, pop on a movie. I would sleep. And then I would wake up right at the end. And like, I was still, like, watching the movie, like, just, <laughs> you know. And then that's when I knew. And I was like, wow, like, she's, the one. she's in it. You know, because yeah. not and not everybody's in and they're no. down for that, you know, no. and it's a really yeah. hard position to be in and, and it's a really hard position to put somebody in. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think you have to have a good uh, support system in your support system yeah. in your life. And I'm I'm grateful for that, too. I mean, it's been uh, it's been rough. It's been patchy. It's mm-hmm. not always been easy. Yeah. You know, finding someone. But I mean, I'm thankful now that found someone and they're they're. They're supportive, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, shit, she created the new merch coming out. Yeah. The the design of it's it. It's dope, yeah. So, I'm like, okay, she's, she gets it. She supports me. And even if I struggle right now, like, she's all there. You yeah. Know? So, I think that's important, very yeah. important. But I was telling Haas last time, the, the crazy advice, I mean, the crazy advice I've seen on TikTok. You know, TikTok be hitting you sometimes? Yeah. I think, like, Nipsey Hussle said from a book, he said, would he rather be in, oh, in war, uh, in war with yourself, no, in peace with the world. Oh yeah, and out in a war with yourself or mm-hmm. peace yourself or peace with, peace and with, the, war with yeah, the world. peace with yourself and that war with the world. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that too. So you gotta look into that and be like, nah, that's it. Like I could live comfortably, but come on, bro, like you're not happy inside. Well, yeah. comfort is your worst enemy. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. it will be the end of you. Yeah, and It'll back be- there, kind of like what I was saying is like, dude, this past year I've held like three or four jobs because like. Ultimately, like I, I've had to have like a deeper conversation with myself of why I keep having different jobs or why I keep leaving, <laughs> leaving them. But I think ultimately it's like yeah. I was 
I've been so used and so accustomed to a certain type of lifestyle that now when I have somebody telling me what to do, when to do it, when to clock in, you got to do this, something like this right now. I don't want to talk a lot of shit because like, I don't know if they listen to this, but you know, in my current job, I hold the managerial position, but like my boss sometimes doesn't listen to me. And or doesn't kind of, give him like the place. Yeah. Or, uh-huh, no me da mi puesto, no me da mi lugar. When I know I'm supposed to have it. And I'm just kind of like, why, why am I working for you? Yeah. 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 You know? American. And I'm just like so <laughs> unhappy, you know? And it's like, dude, like I could, when I was struggling and like, <laughs> like at least, like you said, at least I was struggling for myself and I was happy with it. Yeah. Versus now I'm struggling for somebody else and I fucking hate my life. Well, I don't hate my life. I was I like, well, that's life, a little deep. I, you know? <laughs> it's like, we got to have a conversation. God, I'm sorry. Turn the cameras off. <laughs> nah, I feel you, bro. Bro, as this fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this year, I've been through three, four jobs. Mm-hmm. Good jobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said good jobs. <laughs> I was doing powder coating for a, a, a mechanic place. Mm-hmm. I worked at Tesla. And then I just left Coke. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Wow. Oh, so, and then people are like, damn, bro, like Tesla? Coke, what the fuck? <laughs> you left you? the 401k? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, bro, I'm never happy. And you know, my yeah. friends sometimes make fun of me. Like, bro, you can't keep a fucking job. I'm like, and I was, and I told myself, I'm like, yeah, I know. I I know why. He gets my, bullied my yeah, for it, too. I still get, I get bullied from our friend group, bro. Because we're 30, yeah, too. Yeah, it's like yeah. all of our friends are having kids. Yeah. They're getting married. Uh, I like jokingly around. I'm like, so when are y'all hiring? And they're like, yeah. no, tú tienes mala fama. Yeah. <laughs> You're blacklisted, bro. bro. Yes. And like, they don't know, but I know yeah. why. Like, yeah. I'm not happy in those jobs. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was making a lot of money at Tesla. Like, I could have been a fucking engineer by mm-hmm. now at Tesla, to be honest. But yeah, you could have. Nah, like, bro, for what? Like, I'm gonna be making this money and I'm not gonna be happy. Like, yeah. I'm 100 percent now full time podcast and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say how much I get paid, but, <laughs> you know, I'm, but, you're but getting I'm paid, happy. Yeah. I'm getting. Ha- I'm yeah. getting paid. I'm getting. You know, cool money. It's cool. It's yeah. Cool. But yeah, bro, I'm happy. I'm finally happy, and I'm not. I'm gonna be even more happy when as soon as I start acting too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a uh, just yeah. step by step, poco a poco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And that's what I tell him all the time, too. It's like, I, I understand why he's had so many jobs this year. And, like, I support it. And it's like, every time he moves a job, he gets more money. So I'm like, well, there's more money coming in, so whatever, right? As long as it's more money and not less. But Mario, always but. remember, like, some people, when they make it, they forget. And that's the rule that God gives you. Like, no, when, once you make it, you gotta you got to learn how to be grateful yeah. and be humble. If you do that, God will take that away from you. Yeah. So when you make it, you gotta give her, you gotta give her like, <laughs> gotta give not, her that ring, like yeah. give her everything, <laughs> give her another ring, Frenchie, <laughs> but much more than what she yeah. thinks she wants from you. You yeah. get what I'm saying? You gotta like and, just come with an AMG yeah. Mercedes, you know? Like and I, I want that Urus. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Urus, yeah. So I think that's why why I beat myself up sometimes because it's like I know my potential. I yeah. know what I could be doing, and. Obviously, I mean, we, I mean, we have a house, we have a responsibility. So sometimes, like, there's that also that part of me where it's like, fuck, we do have responsibilities. The dog, yeah, the dog, dog's got to eat, bro. Dog's not cheap. And but then there's also that like part of me where it's like, I know if I quit my job and let's say I go full time podcasting and I put all my fucking effort into it, my ego sometimes doesn't let me do it because it's mm. like now I can't provide maybe the small things that I'm already providing for you. And when is yeah. it gonna? When am I gonna get to that next step yeah. where I can give you that and some? Yeah. You know, can I reach it? Yeah, one hundred percent. And I believe in myself, and I know I can do it. Yeah. 
but it's that little moment of insecurity and doubt mm-hmm. that I'm like, hey. where I'm like, am I lacking the skills of a man? And I start hey, doubting myself. Hey, your you know? biggest enemy is and yourself, bro. Yeah. No, and let me add something to that, bro. It's crazy that you say that because I think, I think all men think alike. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even me, like I'm in a relationship, but I'm like, damn, I feel like less of a man, or I feel not man enough because I quit my job, and I can't, I can't like offer my girlfriend more. Yeah. But it's like it's a process, and that's why I told you, you gotta you gotta trust me. I know what I'm doing. I may seem like I don't because I'm quitting fucking over here my jobs and shit. But like, nah, trust me. Like, we're gonna make money. Yeah. And I say we because we're a team. Like, we making money. Trust me. Like. Yeah. yeah. And we are a team. You know, I I always say like, Viva con huevos. Like people come to Viva con huevos for us, but they stay for Comadre Pal. <laughs> you know. It's just, it is what it is. That's it's, my favorite it's, part. Yeah. <laughs> it's everybody. It's my favorite part. <laughs> if you see all of our clips, it's none of it's us and Jesus. It's all comadreando. <laughs> um, but we're a team, you know, but that it's always that like part of me. And, and kind of like you said, like there was a, there was a point where when I closed the business, I wasn't working. I was on unemployment. Uh, I also had a surgery, so I really couldn't work. Damn. And their money wasn't really rolling in the way it was. Yeah. And I felt, I felt like into a depression at that point because I was like, I'm not providing for my girl. I'm not doing anything for myself. I'm basically a couch potato because I really can't do anything. So I got the gastric bypass, so I really couldn't do anything with yeah. my abdomen. No, right? yeah. So I was like, did I lose myself as a man? <laughs> you know. And yeah. that's when it like really hit me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And and it's hard, you know. And then and then you know, there was times where Pal had to cover the rent, and I was like, "That's when it really hit me." And mm. I was like, "Fuck, yeah. what the fuck is going on?" Yeah. And so, because I went from a life where I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go out seven out seven days a week," mm-hmm. to a uh, we can't go out this month. <laughs> mm. You know. Right now, I feel you, bro. I, I yeah. definitely think that's a that's one thing as a man. Like when you have a partner, you have to understand. Like even if you quit your job and do this full, like one hundred percent. It's a risk you're. It's a risk you're making too with your partner because mm-hmm. you don't know if your partner's gonna be with you or she might lose interest in you because yeah. of that. And I think when you're single or like by yourself, you can take those risks as yeah, hundred times. Back. It don't matter because shit, I can eat frijoles and bolillo <laughs> every day, day. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Like I don't care, I'll do that shit every yeah. day. But when you have a partner, it's different. Like you gotta start thinking a little yeah. different. But that's where. Um, you gotta realize, like, that, I think that's when you like you you realize, like, okay, this partner is that she's down yeah. for me, yeah, or he, she or he's down a, for me. I, I yeah. can say, as a man, you always want more. You never appreciate what you have. Yes. Or what's yours? Mm-hmm. And I always say that. Yeah, think about that. Go do whatever you want, but don't forget what you have aside next to you, not behind you, like next to you as your girl, and try to like do your journey, but also try to give her appreciation, like. Yeah. Bro, I'm thinking about this, but I'm also thinking about you. Like, hey, don't worry. Like, they're about to put this podcast on with their girls. Like, just this part, <laughs> yeah. trying oh, to get some cool <laughs> points over here. Let's fast forward. Yeah, fast forward to 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's what I would say, bro. So, yeah, yeah. no, appreciate your girl moments because shit, it's rough out here, bro. Yeah. And you're not the only one. Like, I'll tell you my experience on uh, one time. You know, truck driving is always up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there was a moment where I didn't work for two months, not because I didn't want to work. It's just, bro, nobody was working. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad wasn't working. Friend's dad wasn't working. My my homie wasn't. Like, the the 
you know, the, the job the, literally went down. The market, everything mm-hmm. went down. Diesel went up. Like, there was no lows, no no work. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And my girl really held me on that last month. And mind you, I'm the man that just takes care of everything. But it's that moment my everyone saw me a less because it's like I wasn't working. But it was voices coming out of, like, you know, my girl's, like, people to mm-hmm. her telling me, like, oh, he's not working. He's like, you know? And that shit brought me a deep depression because I... You know, I lost how many pounds? Like 14 pounds? Yeah. About just because of crazy, that, because yeah. I felt less than the man. And that, that shit just sparked something in my head of like, I'm done with this. I'm not going to be in a career where it's going to go up and down whenever there's politics mm-hmm. or, you know, the business, how it runs. Like, I'm, I'm done. So I'm only going to run it and then I'm, I'm going to go follow me because I'm in a hard situation. Yeah. But I really looked at my girl. I was like, yeah, bro, thank you. Thank you for all yeah, that bro. you did. Thank you for paying Thank the rent for that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and there are times like some randomly, just like it'll be like midnight and mirror power, like watching TikToks, or it's always that one point of the night where you're like right up, you're about to go to sleep, and I like turn around and I was like, hey, thank you for holding it down this month. Yeah. You know, or sometimes I do forget to oh, say yeah. thank you, you know, yeah. but it's not that I don't appreciate it. It's just like you got a million things in your head. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm, 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 I mean, mine's going, like you said, a million things in my head is like, what's, what's going to happen next? What do I do next? How do I get the next paycheck? And, you know, there's been times where she holds it down and it's like, I really just got to, you know, stop and say thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and there are, there has been times where like, dude, we're in bed and I'm fucking crying. <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude, no, thank, you, thank should, you so bro. much for getting yeah. fucking You're groceries human. this week. Yeah. You're human, bro. Yeah. Like, that's the best thing. Just putting the ego aside and standing next to your, your girl and just like. Like, this is how I feel right now, but we're, we're literally, I'm working towards it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's never just tell her, like, I'm trying. It's like, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm and the biggest it. thing, is too, is, like, she sees that I'm putting in the work. Yeah. You know, I'm not That's, just here just, you know, chilling and playing video games or just on YouTube or on TikTok just scrolling, you know. Like, mm-hmm. she sees me working, you know. You know, there's maybe before we went on this last, last vacation for, like, four months straight, I was working Monday through Sunday. I was doing my 9 to 5 Monday to Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, I was working with my dad. And right before vacation, dude, I was fucking exhausted. Right That week right before, I was like, I can't no more. I was like, I just want it to be next week so I can go on vacation and just yeah, not yeah. worry about anything. Um, so I know she sees them, and she sees them putting in the work, and she does, too. I mean, she has, like, fucking 10 jobs. <laughs> um, Damn. <laughs> I have two, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, well, two and then the podcast. But. Yeah, this counts as a job. Yeah. I don't get paid, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's hard. What it's is hard. it? Community service. Yeah. Community <laughs> internship. Service. Yeah, internship. Yeah. internship. Never thought I'd go back to interning. This <laughs> like, always tells us, bro, consistency. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, hopefully you guys grow on this. You know, any question you guys have, hit up Saul. I say hit us up. Yeah. Hit up Saul. Like, Saul's always down. And yeah, like, no, and he has. I mean, like everything. I said in the beginning, like, there's been times where I, like, I hit him up. Like, I know he's a busy-ass man. No, nah, no, nah, hit him up. But text me <laughs> yeah. and be like, hey, what does Saul do? I'll tell you. Like, <laughs> he ain't doing he's shit right now. So, um, he just I, swiped up your message. Yeah. <laughs> but there's been, there, there are times, because, I mean, I, I feel really grateful. Like, all of you answer my DMs. Yeah. Um, but I am really grateful because like Saul has a lot on his plate that he actually takes the time out of his day. I'm like, hey, bro, like I, it just so happened, like maybe like two, three months ago. And I was like, hey, I had, I just need to like I need a vent and I also need your advice. And he's like, oh. call me. Yeah. yeah. You see, it's cool. yeah. Saul is like that, bro. Yeah. He, he's always he's always willing to help someone. And, and he he's always told us like, I mean, because before like, when we we're first starting, I was like, I don't want to go on people's podcasts. Like it's not being because it's not a an ego thing it was just more like i don't want i don't like to network mm-hmm. like i just like, I want to keep to myself mm-hmm. 
And it's always been like that for me. And so I was like, yeah, but people are going to see it as an ego thing. Yeah. You got to understand. And I'm like, you got to build friendships. And I've always kept my circle small. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, so I was like, let me, let me, um, yeah, I'm kind of shy, bro. Too, you know? shy, really? shy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, we, we've been networking. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> I am shy, bro. Yeah. It's weird sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. When I get nervous. <laughs> I can, I can kind of be the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of the same thing too is like, I knew starting this that I knew I had to network. Because mm-hmm. I knew it's all about networking. Yeah, all I, about networking. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, I'm there's local podcasters or other podcasters that I know. I mean, really can't say any names that been doing this for a really long time, and you see their numbers and you're like, how have you been doing this for like two, three years? You know, yeah. and it's like, it's and then you, the work is there's also work you have to put in outside of yeah. just recording. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you listen to their content and it's like kind of like, oh, well, now I kind of see why. Yeah. You know, they're either yeah. talking shit about other podcasters or. Just other outlets, yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like, well, that's why no one wants to invite you. <laughs> I think everyone's journey that for those podcasts that that are good, and it's been like two years and they still haven't really grown. I think just everyone's journey is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people's journey they get fucking I don't know like the word cloud popping. I don't know uh, mm-hmm. within a year, and then others it takes three years or four or five. You know what I mean? So it's always it just depends. Everyone struggles yeah. different. Yeah, we're yeah. all on different paths. Too. And it's just like. That, like that consistency that Rex said yeah. too, like you can pop off and you can have a video like, you know, like I said, that gives you those million views or hundred thousands of views. But what are you going to do with that? You know, you got to keep on going just because you got that one view yeah. that, you know, that popped you off and gave you like a few hundred followers doesn't mean that you got to stop, bro. That means you got to keep on going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah bro. Yeah. And yeah. never, never be scared to change yeah. Yeah. Your, your style. Because I'll give an example, like the Clown Boys mm-hmm. before when they last year, when they came, they were just at a couple thousand followers. Mm-hmm. And they even told Sao, watch, next time we come, we're going to be on top. And he's like, hell yeah. And then these guys started, like, they were just doing, like, just straight conversations. Then they started doing, like, scary stories or, you know, stuff like, 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 like uh, start uh-huh. talking about, like, F, like events that, you know, people got killed or, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. Yeah, like, and uh, now yeah, these guys like are literally about to hit a million on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah. Wow. They're at how much? They're higher than 800 million. I mean, 800,000. 800,000 on, on like Instagram. That. Yeah. And it's like all in one year. That's yeah. crazy. We were just talking <laughs> yeah, about that, actually. We just had that conversation. Well, I, I was talking about it and I was like, you know, we, we've been doing it. We've, we've structured it. Well, at first it was just me. Then it was me and Jesus. Then we, then we brought on Pau. Then when Papa got on, I was like, you know, I had this idea for Comadreando. So that, and then we kind of just structured it these past few episodes like that. And we just had a conversation like a few weeks ago and I was like, I feel like it's time for a change. Like for yeah. me, it's getting dull. Yeah. Like now we've plateaued. Yeah. And it's like, now we got to change it up. We got to look for different outlets. We got to look for different things. Just because like, like you said, like people get tired of the same old, like, mm-hmm. and like how Pau said, I don't know if she said it on the, on the pot or, or, or off or off mic. It's like, there's only so much that we can talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's only so much that we can catch up on. Like I see her every day. Yeah. I see Jesus every week. And it was like between... Wednesday and next Wednesday, like, how much did we yeah. actually do? You know, so yeah, I think uh, definitely. Uh, what, uh, you guys post what, every Tuesday, mm-hmm. yeah, and what time in the morning? So I drops like six in the morning, okay. See, that's good. We drop like what eight, eight. Tuesdays at eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about TikTok clips and Instagram? What times do you drop it? Instagram depends, like, during the week, it's probably like after I get off of work because that's I feel like my sometimes demo- you do morning, yeah, though. sometimes I do morning. I feel like our demographic is like people 25 to like 40 so i feel like 
you're working in the morning. So if I post it in the morning, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, right, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, you're going to see it or you might not see it. You might be in traffic or you might be at work. So I post it like maybe five, six. Yeah, I was going to say you should yeah. do because that's the time we post. And I, yeah. every time we post at 5 p.m. on whether it's TikTok or Instagram, you get good uh, engagement. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a very good time to post. Also, like, like the Hoko Mariano thing is a mm-hmm. good idea, bro. Like, like, it's a very good idea because like you said, sometimes you guys don't have enough things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So why not? involve fans yeah and people love being included yeah. you know so like, yeah. well i mean that's a big part of one of one is the fans you know mm-hmm. the yeah. majority big part of the Shout beginning is, you know i love you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the fans and then i like how you guys now incorporated like the end where it gets yeah. a little bit more personal yeah because yeah. um, also you know, the people that follow you like, they want to know a little bit more about you mm-hmm. yeah. how you think what triggers mm-hmm. you what makes you happy stuff like that yeah that's the yeah. that's what i like to listen to yeah. the yeah. most too but like i am also as a listener like i get bored quick you know yeah. so if i'm listening to the same t- like same thing yeah different day for too long i'm like eh. yeah i think that's I'll one thing off. that that people like they because we're bro i think 90 percent of the podcast we're just all jokes yeah, yeah. bro and that temp that, that what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking, we're fucking around so much in the beginning <laughs> yeah. because it was, i was just trying to show like bro this is me like i'm your homie mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of people was like bro i relate to hans that's hans is like my other homie and rex is like mm-hmm. my other homie yeah and yeah. what like this guy's Fucking Honduran, this is not just a Mexican pod. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Wait, hold up. What yeah. yeah. What is this guy? Who is this guy? Yeah. And that's why I started doing segment, like Catracho Slang. Like, yeah, I, started I, did, doing, I did see that, yeah. Like, we you brought people back. into our whole, like, you know, like, yeah. like border border patrols, like mm-hmm. the whole, like, the whole we, country, we, Yeah, we do know? this. while well, you guys see the show, but we do, for those of you that don't really know us like that, we, uh, on our podcast, we do this. <laughs> Southern accent where we're, <laughs> but it's like more border. Where we're border. racist to us, our people, yeah. Like, you know, like Latinos in general, yeah. And then like the people that watch it, they get it. They they think it's funny. But I've had someone tell me like, "Bro, that's racist." I'm like, "Bro, no, we're we're Mexican, bro. Like, mm. we're not, yeah. we don't talk about other races, just like about ourselves, our Latinos yeah. in general." Mm. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's done it for now, and I think it's funny, bro. Like how I said, ninety percent jokes and ten percent like. We get serious, and I've noticed when we get serious, like they like it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, because we messed around. I think I started saying, like, I started being serious to ask these guys questions because Saul's really private. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Saul, if you tell him how'd you feel yesterday, he won't even tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's gonna be like, oh, fuck. you know? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I know I could get haunts because yeah. my sister hit me with the, she kind of hit me with a little jab of like, ah, oh, you guys are kind of immature. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I understand. Like, you're 30. So, you know, <laughs> like, you're older Damn. than us. But if I was you're like, 30, you're old. <laughs> yeah, but my sister's old. So I'm you're like, old. okay. Like, I'm not in yoke. But I was like, you got to understand. Like, people like us. Yeah, but you guys are, you guys like mess around. You guys like little sus and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, watch. In my head, something clicked. I'm like, all right, you want me to get deep? I'll get deep. And that's when I hit, hit these guys was, hey, what do you guys think about your life and your future? And then Hoss started going out, and I'm like, I got him. And then I seen fans, and the fans hit hit me up, like, bro, I love how you talked about your life, your future. And then my my girl told Hans, like, Hans, I like the way you're talking about yourself and your your future, your you know attributes in life and all that. And I'm like, okay, fuck it, let's run a couple more episodes, but let's not be too serious. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys heard, Saul hasn't really been too deep. Mm-hmm. But I'm still trying to get up. Yeah, you're in a crack. Okay, I'm a crack. Yeah, you're in a crack. I'm eventually. I, I feel like I could just crack put on up. some like sad music, bro. Like, <laughs> I can crack them. I feel yeah. like I can crack them. You can, can, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. crack the them with, goal. <laughs> with yeah. girls. 
Like you talk about, oh, how was your mm-hmm. act? Like you can hit him with, yeah. but you're never on like two person. You know, <laughs> yeah. you gotta get a couple shots in. Yeah, yeah. We'll go, <laughs> but, yeah. but I feel like we have a lot. We have a lot more of like new segments, new funny stuff. I feel like I want to get fans into like more deeper into like how we mess around. Mm-hmm. Cause that whole like I don't like your I don't like your kind like. <laughs> at first that was like some funny ass shit me and this guy would always yeah. say like yeah and then fans would come up to me and be like hey yo Rex I don't like your kind I was like, I, <laughs> and I, was that, like I love that, you appreciate yeah. it but damn yeah like, that's one thing that we, we've told the fans like it's an inside joke mm-hmm. like cause we say that to each other but imagine you're in public yeah mm-hmm. and you say that and like a black person's around or yeah. an Indian person yeah. or Middle Eastern yeah. or whatever or an Asian person yeah. they're gonna be like what the fuck they're gonna take it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, you just gotta so, know when and who. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I tell the fans like we're like a family. We're a little inside joke, and you can like we're letting you in. Yeah, but just <laughs> so don't, don't be saying that. Yeah, don't yeah. be saying that in public. Because I've had fans coming to me. That's the first thing they say, and I'll be like, "Bro, tell me your name. Like, <laughs> I don't, don't even know hi. you. I know you." So it's like, don't say it around. I'm like around. Like, to be a be a person because we're all people. Yeah. yeah. And but some fans don't like. They kind of took the joke too far. So I had to like calm and calm. People don't know how to act, bro. No (laughs) one to say it. Like you can be like, "Oh, hey, what's up, bro? I'm a big fan." It's a balo when you say, "I don't like," you know. Yeah, I don't like your (laughs) kind. Yeah, you know. I think we we uh I ran into the first like fan encounter where she was like nervous to meet us, meet me, or I don't know. Remember the we were at Saul's show, the last one. Yeah, she was like nervous, and she like. Like she was nervous, she's I can tell. Shaking, I was like, yeah. you nervous? She's like, yeah. Oh my god! I'm like, <laughs> Starstruck. I'm like, dude, like I'm not, I'm not Drake. I'm not Bad Bunny. Like I'm a, just me. Like, yeah. But, but she was, she was a nice person. Yeah. I forgot That's her dope. name. I feel like you guys should do that. Like, um, kind of have that segment to feel like you know, because they're friends. They're all you guys' yeah. friends. So mm-hmm. Let's just say, like, you say some funny stuff. They'll say it. They'll put it in the comments, like you know, yeah. like we say, what, like horneados or oh, yeah, yeah. what's other mongolos, mongolos, <laughs> mongolos. Like, yeah, no, little by little, I, I know we have to evolve and and, and change. And like I said, it, it kind of gets dull and boring, but you know, we have to adapt. Too, because it's like also it's like just add a little, add a little spice. <laughs> yeah, be, be a yeah. little spice. be a little cringy. Yeah, like, with the, with your viewers. Like, yeah. yeah, what's up, my 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 poo bears? Like, what's up, my, <laughs> my, my follitos. My follitos. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! What was it? Huevitos. Uh, my huevitos. Yeah, my huevitos. Yeah, I think no, it was like episode like, like three or four. I was huevitos. like, we should have a name for our fans. Huevitos. And one of our friends, she was on the pod. She was like, huevitos, <laughs> huevudos, or something huevitos. like that. I like huevitos. Yeah, huevitos. huevitos, 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 huevitos yeah, yeah something too. like that. It's actually, a, it's, I think it's a real. Yeah, yeah I got to look because we made it like a poll. Yeah. But, damn. Talking about getting deep. I know. We're gonna start wrapping things up a little bit. I know we can be here for days. I always say this with like every single guest because it always gets to the point. You're like, I want to keep going, but y'all also got to drive. So we've been here for like three hours. I know. But I always end the same with all of our special guests. I always like to ask these same two questions. I always prep you guys too. If you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice. At what age would you go back to, and what would you say? I probably twelve years old, bro. Yeah, 12? and I probably tell myself just, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep going. You got it, squirt. You got, you got it. Squirt. You got it. Pip squeak. <laughs> nah, I would definitely Noggin. tell myself keep going. I think that's when I I was about to do the acting, and I stopped. Fair. So I would tell myself keep going. I I'll tell myself at sixteen like. Bro, like, don't don't take it too serious. Like, do your DJ stuff right now. 
Mm. Why don't you start doing that? And like, don't listen to your parents until you're 24. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, until you're 24, yeah. so exact. And, uh, what happened 24 now? <laughs> Whole ass other podcast. That's when I started <laughs> yeah. DJ, you know. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I'll tell them just don't don't listen. Listen to your heart, like I say, or your gut. Maybe mm-hmm. hungry, you know. Stop. <laughs> and then, uh, what's been the worst and best advice that you guys have been given? <laughs> the best. I think the best advice was probably. You want to make, um, whenever you follow your dreams, think about your making your younger self happy. And I thought I was like, damn. Like, I like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, now I do that shit, I'm going to make my younger self happy. Hit you right in the feelies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the worst advice was probably like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, break up with your girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, break up. With, oh, no one ever told me that. Be single. Be single. Nah, I think. Um, nah, I'm playing. Damn, I can't think. You want to do so? I, I can. Uh, think. The best advice I could say uh, was like, how you have money, how you spend money on dumb things, but you never spend money on your dreams. I'm like, that's, like that's kind of like a question, but advice too. I'm yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and puts back, back whatever he has in his hand. My, my worst advice is like. Don't, don't ever, don't ever, don't, don't ever be lazy. You got to go to work every single day because that's what matters. You know, pretty much saying like, don't miss a day of work of like what, what, you know, the job, like, like pretty much saying your health, your health doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I mean, that's your, literally your engine is your health, yeah. you know? So that's funny. Cause I, like, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. No, that's fine. My, my dad, again, going back to the whole machista thing. And he's whenever I get sick or I'm injured or something and I can't go to work, he's all we don't we don't have the luxury. We don't have the luxury to be sick or be injured. Yeah. Yeah. Like whenever they told me, let alone a mental health day. Yeah. (laughs) Or like when when I'm sick at home, like he gets pissed if I'm not at work. Like he calls me. He's like, you know, yeah. 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 I feel you because that's the worst. Like at the end of the day, your health is what gets you. Mm -hmm. You don't want to not work when you're 40 because you messed your whole body up. Yep. Is your health is important. That's what I tell my friends. Like, bro, if you're sick, health why are you well. going to go to work and get everyone sick? Mm-hmm. And you're going to be more bad when you come back home. Like, no, bro, just get that day. Yeah. Like, God put you that sickness for a reason, bro. <laughs> tell you to relax, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. What's the worst advice you got? I honestly, bro, uh, I think the worst advice came from my dad one time, bro. And my dad always gives me good advice for the most part. But I remember one time, like, he just told me, like, out of nowhere. He said, yeah, a una mujer no le des ni todo el amor ni todo el dinero. And I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I, when I got older, I'm like, bro, no, because then I'm going to be like you. Like, I'll be my chista. I ain't trying to do that shit. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I think it's probably one of the worst advice I've probably ever received. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. What that about you? Bad. What about you guys? Damn, nobody's uh, ever no, asked no, us no back. Ever asked us we shit. ask this fucking question all the time. Um, I think one of the, the, the worst ones, and I think a guest has said it here too, because, but I've, I've, Uh, uh, someone has told me is, uh, be realistic. Yeah. Especially when it came down to like being an entrepreneur and wanting to start my own things is like, no, be realistic. You got, you got shit to do. Yeah. I was like, get a nine to five. Um, 
the best advice. And I, I don't know if it's one of the best advices that they've given me. That was weird to say, but it was, <laughs> it's definitely something that's stuck with me for a very long time. And it's the rich stay rich because they live like they're poor and the poor stay poor because they live like they're rich. Mm. Bars. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Bars. Yeah. Bars. And that, that has stuck with me, I think, for a pretty long time. And I don't want to say I'm like Godo, but like I do watch my money. That's yeah. good. No, that's good. That's good. That's really that's good. True. She's like, yep, yeah. that's true. <laughs> She's like, all right, so that's <laughs> where we're going to wrap shit up now. <laughs> what, about uh, what about you? What about you? So the best advice, I don't even know if it was like a, I mean, I guess it was a piece of advice because I took it as one, but it was like, it was more a question and they were like, but does it make you happy? And to mm. me, it was like, that's true. And I always think back to like when you're like little and like, happiness is like literally the the candy that you got that morning yeah. and you're like mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. happy about it you know um and i think for a long time i was really wrapped up on like just the next goal the next thing i was like go 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 that i never really took a step back th- to think like is it making me happy or am i just doing it because i need to do it you know mm-hmm. um so i think that's one of like the best questions slash advice that i got because it was like i took it as a piece of like well, do something that's making you, mm. that makes you happy yeah. versus something that's like not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the worst advice, it's a really hard one because I feel like, I, not to say that I don't take advice because I do, but I take it very lightly. Like, you know, like if you, if you give me a piece of advice, I'll be like, oh, thanks. And like, if I think it's bad, I'm just gonna be like, oh, fuck this piece of advice. Yeah. Like, I'm going to walk away from it. <laughs> if I think it's good, I'll be like, okay, that's good. Um, so I don't know. I really can't think. It could be anything. I know. I'm trying to think. Okay. Like, let me think. Relationship. Going through her Pinterest right now. Like, like, <laughs> the quotes. No. She's like, actually, what Mario told me yesterday. <laughs> go to bed? Um, <laughs> go to bed. Go to bed. Fuck. Something like anything. It could be your toxic friend. A coworker. A coworker. A co-worker. Co-worker. Well, I feel like co- older Coworker, ladies, like your mom, dad, some stupid shit. Your ex. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Could be a lot. A lot of people be giving bad advice. All I know. It's just funny because she really advice. is like the type of person. Like, yeah. If, if she doesn't like what you say, she's like in one ear with yeah. the other. I don't retain bad information. <laughs> <laughs> um. Damn, I'm gonna have to come back. You guys are gonna have to listen to the next podcast because I'll answer that. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I, don't I do want to hit you guys with the curveball while she thinks, though. Oof. Yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> I've been on this kick lately about like podcasting and just socials and just in general. We're kind of. It's kind of like a. Do you guys like Harry Potter? Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I feel like our. Po- I feel like podcast. Damn. Wait, you've never watched Harry Potter? What? Oh, oh, shit. Even the dog is looking at <laughs> <laughs> The dog woke like, up. Huh? Yeah. Like, She's like, even I watched the Harry Potter. The little, the little red light is on, right? How many movies are, yeah. are there? I see yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Seven? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I say, I'll watch them when I get it's home. It's definitely for one of those, like, I'm sick weekends and I can't go out. Just watch yeah. the oh, movies. I should have done that when I got surgery. So I feel like podcasting and all this, like, social media stuff that we're doing and things like that, I feel like it's kind of like a horcrux. Like oh, a, okay. like a like a piece of your soul is now in the internet forever. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and because of that, it, or at the same time too, it's kind of like a like a time capsule. Like you know, like in like schools, they like bury something. Like mm-hmm. people put like hot Cheetos and shit for like you know hundred mm-hmm. years from now. They'll be like, oh, how they live in two thousand twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So podcasting, I feel like, is kind of the same way, or like 
in the future we can like show our kids or our grandkids or like our grandkids like and show it, people. It immortalizes you. Yeah, immortalizes us. Is there something that you want to share with your future self or your wife or your kids or your parents too in the future? I, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, my kids, I'm definitely going to be like, look, motherfucker, I was cute. <laughs> uh, look at me. You did this. You you and your mom did this to me. <laughs> nah. You your ball spot. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be like, look, I was I was good looking. Cause I feel like they're not gonna believe me. I feel like every day, I'm gonna be like straight dad, my chief stuff. Like, oh, I used to get bitches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I get bitches? Like, before you think your, your mom's the only one I had. Yeah. Before your mom, I used to get bitches. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, but Hans. I feel like I'm gonna show them. Like, look, look, like, I was good looking. So I feel like my dad used to tell me, like, I was dog wapo. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You look at them and you're like, fuck. Or like, you look back at pictures of like, like I always look at my grandma, like, damn, she was, yeah, guapa, you know. And so, like, I guess that my mom, my dad always tell me that, guapa. And then I'm like, and then they show me pictures. I'm like, oh shit, my mom was pretty. And then my my dad was like, handsome. Your mom is pretty, beautiful. When you turn into a torta? Oh hell! You're going to hell. Oh shit. The uh, doors of hell, right here. It just entered, huh? Um, I think my kids, or I think myself, I'll be like, look where you were 10 years ago to now. So I feel like that's something that is going to, and then I, I show that to my kids, my wife or whatever. I'm like, look, like we were here 10 years ago. Now we're here. And I show the same thing to my kids. Like, you guys can do anything to... The world, the sky's the limit, right? Like they say. But I think that's like a motive. That should be a motivation to my kids. That anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Put your mind to. I think yes. I'll I'll tell my future self like I'm proud of you, bro. Proud of you, little bro. Proud of you, little bro. <laughs> proud of you for not letting that shit get to you. Yeah. Yeah. Now go watch the go watch the car. <laughs> <laughs> go watch the spaceship. Your wife's gonna be like, "Oh, that's cool, now, but okay, go watch the car." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Bro, you know, go buy a Lambo today." Just like, yeah, just depends just on man, you know. Just cause, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Lambo yours. Yeah. Yes, Lambo yours. Mario. <laughs> I actually, that's that was my Mario. idea. She stole that from me. Yeah. I did. I wanted yeah. the G wagon. Yeah. Then I saw the yours. And, I was and like, then never uh, mind. That's the family car. car. I had a customer <laughs> at Vitality Bulls at the the business I had that he has he has a yours. Actually, every year, ever since then, he keeps but, but, upgrading. But, like, not to speak bad about the years, but I heard, like, it's kind of plastic. Like, I heard it's, like... Sure like it is. I heard the interior is not really yeah. hard design, like, yeah. other, like other Lambos. I heard it's kind of, like... I don't doubt like, it. Like, it's, yeah. like it's plastic because Mercedes-Benz, like, kind of make the interior. Mm-hmm. So uh, I heard it's not... Like, actually, it's a nice yeah. car, but I've it's not... I've actually never done, like... A lot a of research, research, yeah, yeah. hardcore research yeah. into it. That I'll send you a video because yeah. that yeah. would trip me out. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. But yeah. Did you Get a Ferrari. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I don't remember like the exact words, so I guess I can like talk about the situation. But um, when I was in community college and I went to a counselor that I and I was like applying to schools, the counselor was actually like. I just don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of like yours, like, okay, well, be realistic about the school that you want to go to. Um, and it was very like, um, you won't be able to do that. So uh, here's another option. You know? 
Yeah. And so, in, the, in I mean, in that moment in time, I was like, well, fuck you. And I'm going to show you. And I did. But, you know, period I always. Shit, yeah. Period. Period. Yes, but, <laughs> but that did, like, turn mm. me off with school counselors. And, yeah. like, I hear that some people have had, like, the most amazing school counselors. But mine was fucking shit and never wanted to go to another one again. But I do what remember that. I don't even remember. Well, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Opa, how are you as a now? human to tell another person? And a counselor. And a counselor that's supposed to help, you know, and like, even if you're like, ah, oh, she's not like that, her grades aren't there. Of like, bro, you're sad. Yeah. You're literally sad. You're a counselor, but I know you're sad inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They essentially were like, yeah, I mean, you should probably just like look at finishing here. Mm. But it's like, what do you get? An yeah. AA? And yeah. then like transferring to like SDSU or something, which is fine. Nothing against SDSU, but like I was trying to move out of state. And so they yeah. were like, it's going to be easier for you to stay in state because of like whatever the circumstances were. Yeah. And I was like, well. San Francisco, here I come. <laughs> I just stay in state, but in yeah. city, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I guess that was, like, because it was more of a, like, don't, like, don't waste your time on that. Waste, like, look yeah. into this. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking like us, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Nobody yeah, had ever like, turned no, yeah. around and asked us. So 44 like, episodes shit. later. And we, and we, we ask the, it we all the, the time. We the Uno reverse. Concert. Yeah. yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> Skip. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, guys, thank you again. Yeah, um, thank you so much for making the drive and making the trip. Like I said, I mean, it's almost been yeah. a year since we've been trying to plan this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just goes to show for everyone who's trying to start a podcast that it it takes it work. takes it takes a while. Yeah, yeah it takes work. Really, All I'm gonna yeah. say to There's, everyone listening, watching, look, guys, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. You can have 100 followers or you can have 100,000 followers. What matters is the money. <laughs> what matters is the money. You think I'm sitting here for free now? They're paying me. <laughs> they wired me before. I'm going to send a request for the guy. <laughs> I didn't step inside until I got that memo. <laughs> I don't want to pay. I'll take, I'm taking the... I'm taking the Frenchie. I'm taking the Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> that sweater was actually was a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, yeah, seriously, yeah. Like, I think uh, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. You guys have to just be... like We're, we're all here doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, we all have yeah. a goal, maybe different paths, but we're all starting at the same start line. Yeah. yeah. You know? We all start the same. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I like to, like, I want to just help others. It's not a competition. Yeah. It's There's not. room for all of There's us. There's room for everybody. There's enough money for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So well, keep going, guys. The White House would say other ways, but. Yeah. <laughs> True. Mm. <laughs> but uh, guys, you guys want to plug in. Um, you guys' socials, when they're, where they can find you, when you guys drop all your good stuff. Oh, uh, well, yeah, my name is uh, Rex. Follow me at Rex B on Instagram and follow us on all social platform media, all that. Yeah. We'll, we'll tag you. Well, bueno, bueno. Yeah. <laughs> bueno, bueno pod. Oh, you can follow me on Instagram, my personal Hans underscore Esquivel. And send me cash up. Send me, yeah, send me, send me some money. Trying to pay for my, trying to get a haircut next week. <laughs> uh, now nah, you can follow us on Instagram too, Bueno Bueno Pod, and on TikTok as well, Bueno Bueno Pod. Yeah. And uh, yeah, check us out. We might be funny. We may not. You might like us. You might not. Yeah. Send in your stories. Send yeah. in your stories. We got with couple, emojis. With emojis that stands out. I'm like, oh shit, it's a cool emoji. <laughs> That's literally how I view things, bro. Oh fuck, it's not emoji. He's oh gonna send God. them like the random emojis. <laughs> the fucking eggplant. Yeah. Oh shit, it's about dick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys for having us, dude. Yeah, Seriously. No, of course. First, thank you, Paul, yeah. Mario, Jesus. Yeah, you're not hey, here, I, Jesus. Yeah. Wait, do they have an egg emoji, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, comment egg emojis on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If you lasted this, that. if you lasted this long, put honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, lasted yeah, this long, much. honestly, you're yeah. a trooper. Shout out. Yeah, let yeah. us know you're a trooper. Call me Webbles on there. Like, <laughs> yes. Webbles. 
Yeah. But guys, again, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for pulling up. Um, anything that you guys might need or might be, I might be able to support. Just send it my way, Rex. I know you got a few shows coming up. Hans, wherever the hell you're performing, just let me know. Yes. <laughs> you, nah, he's performing yeah. on the TV. I know. Yeah, yeah. Both of you guys. You guys are both going to be on the big on your stage. Couch yeah. watching, you know, <laughs> all right, let us know when it yeah, airs with yeah. your wife because by then you guys will be married. Yeah, by then she's probably going to ask me to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, guys, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, yeah. I really do appreciate you guys making the move out here. I can't wait to see what's in store for you guys. I know, just know from the bottom of my heart and just seeing you guys and you guys is just vibe. I know you guys are going to make it big. Um, plus, with the team you guys have, I know they're not going to let you quit. Yeah. I know for a fact yeah. they're not yeah. going to let you guys quit. No, um, likewise, bro, yeah. I, I yeah. wish the best for you guys. I want you guys to really be, you know, yeah. up top, bigger than that. Appreciate it. And we'll put, get there. Put the city on the map, yeah. you know, we'll everything. We'll so we're trying to San Diego's on the map. I want yeah. you guys to be... Yeah, Birth. bigger. Let people in Colorado know what's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but guys, uh, so this is gonna be our sign off. We appreciate you guys. Bueno, bueno. I.e. the whole thing. Um, y como siempre, guys, live your best life. Fight your fears. At the end of the day, the only thing that you regret are the things that you did not do. So vive con huevos, guys. We love you. We out of here. Peace. Bye. 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 <laughs>